anything but a one, anything but a one. Hello, everybody. Good evening, one and all. Welcome to. Who coughed? Who was that doing in the flow? Oh, there's always one. Last time it was a sniff, and this time it's a cough. I dread to think what it's going to be next week. It's just going to be an air horn. A vuvuzela. Uh, anyway, yeah, we are anything but a one. We are on episode nineteen, so we're nearly in, uh, nearly in our twenties, nearly a grown up. I am Trumpkin, and I am here as always. Who else is with me today? No, oh. uh, Dave, I'm Donkeyman. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Matt Nightwing, and Merrick as well. Hello, America as well, and hello everyone else. And those of you who have been following our interesting technical difficulties will be pleased to know we are piloting a new scheme which means hopefully we'll sound better, which you would have hopefully realised by now because we sound better. So stop moaning at us on Twitter, please. Unless, of course, we <laughs> sound better, and you're wondering what the hell we're playing at. Yes, it could sound much worse. So, <laughs> fingers crossed. Anyway, so, um, yeah, we're back on schedule because it's been a while since we've actually talked about team and strategy and all the rest of it. So um, we're going to be talking about chaos today not the general concept of of the laws of the universe and how they're all inevitably going to end up being death or whatever no which, we're talking would, be, about the which would be pretty great that, that, that'll be next week alex the inevitable heat death of the universe that's the next week um no entropy, we're talking about yeah yeah i had a chaos team once called entropy sucks and i thought it was one of my best team names i've ever come up with that's just i don't know why because clearly because it's not a very good name <laughs> no one knows what entropy means. So, so uh, Alex, were, you, were you looking for some validation there first? I was. Oh, wow, what, what a cool name. Oh, thank you very much, Matt. That really, really means a lot to me. Um, anyway, so yeah, this week, week 11, according to the schedule, which is clearly incorrect, we're talking about <laughs> chaos. Uh, skills, and specifically, we're talking about our horns, juggernaut, and piling on. Um, and we're going to also talk about Grashnak Bloodhoof. Is it not Grashnak Blackhoof? Why are we in Bloodhoof here? Well, My mistake, but we're going to talk about him, and we're talking about the man himself, Biggie Mr. Big, Lord Borak the Despoiler. He is great. Mm, he is. Um, we're also going to do our little hobby round the horn thing that we do. Um, I don't know why I use the word round the horn. I think I listened to a podcast about 10 years ago, and it was like a, like a Dungeons and Dragons one, and they all did a round the horn. But it really annoyed me, because they used to do that for about literally an hour. And I thought, I'm listening to your Dungeons & Dragons podcast that he talk about Dungeons & Dragons. I don't care for that long what you get up to in your real life. But we'll do it quickly. And we're also going to talk briefly about the <laughs> NASB. So after that hour, we will yeah. So <laughs> yeah, well that was it. It got to like 90 minutes in and I'm like, I don't care that you're building a shed. Just play some Dungeons & Dragons so I can listen to it. Um, we're going to talk about the NFC, which has... Is it, well, is it still going on? It's, uh, they're probably still no, partying. It technically finished about three hours ago. Yeah, so hot off the press. None of us were there, but we'll talk about it anyway. Uh, we've got <laughs> the results. We yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. It felt like only three hours ago I was there. Hot <laughs> table I was. <laughs> um, and lastly as well, we're also going to be talking about a new exciting project that we are we are currently uh, organising, which is the Pod Bowl, which uh, is a collaboration of all the major podcasts and a lot of the minor ones, uh, all collecting together to play an online tournament of uh, Blood Bowl to see who is the best. And who's just gassing hot air? See if you can guess what we're going to be. <clears throat> anyway, let's oh, start. Are we one of the major or the minor podcasts? I would assume yes. mine. Not been around very long. No, no, definitely uh, one of the minor ones. No, yeah. I, I don't think we're even that. It's it's the major and the minor ones, and also us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just compare the amount of likes people got on Facebook. You see, like three die block and and all the rest of it, and they've got like oh three thousand likes, four thousand likes, and then there's us, which is like forty likes. That's that's you know. How, <laughs> what we are but 
as I've said before, it's quantity over quality. They <laughs> shoot out an episode once every couple of months. We fart them out weekly, so, you know, we're way up there, just in terms of polluting the airwaves. So, <laughs> like I said, we'll get onto that in a bit. Oh, also, I nearly forgot, we only got a flipping round of bloodbusters at the end as well. Shut the fridge. I know. Um, and it's... Who's hosting it? It's none other than Nightwing. It is. It is. You guys are going to hate me. I've heard on good authority that he's been down in his dungeon where he keeps all his miniatures that are 20 plus years old and he's blown the dust off a chest somewhere that says Blood Bowl 3rd Edition. That's what I hear on the rumours anyway. Scraped the layers of dust and bone grit off them. And he's gonna so, so the rumours say. So the rumours say. So the rumours say. <laughs> it could just be a rumour. I heard a story about someone who was playing like a tabletop RPG and he kept planting rumours of like a of a kobold infestation in a nearby mine and the players went to investigate it and it turns out it was just a rumour and there was nothing there at all. <laughs> that, is, that is brilliant though. That is Fantastic, brilliant. isn't it? Um, <laughs> anyway. So, bowl chat. back to the Blood Bowl chat. Let's talk about chaos. Uh, chaos. Um, well, what's there to talk about? There are only three positionals on the whole team, which is more than some, but it's a fairly small amount. There are no, well, no one jumps out at you as a as as a ball carrier. There's no blitzers. There's no runners. There's no throwers. There's no catchers. They've got some nice blockers. They've got arguably some of the best players in the game, except they have no skills. So the, it's, when they get up there, when they're very powerful, they become they become a really really strong contender. But the problem is they don't often get that far unless you're playing long perpetual leagues. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, anyone who here plays chaos, you play chaos, don't you, Matt? Quite yeah, regularly. Yeah. So you're going to be our expert. How does it feel? I, I, I think I probably will. Yes. <laughs> My first ever game in a Blood Bowl tournament was against your chaos team. It was. Yeah. All that years, all them years ago. Um, I played two chaos teams that day. But shall we talk about the individual players first? Because that yes. when we say that, yeah. we tend to talk about the players, and then it tends to kind of evolve into just a general chat. About a general chat about the team, yeah. Should we talk about Chaos Warriors first? Because they're the best player in the whole team. Yeah, that's definitely the case. Yeah, I flip and love Chaos Warriors. They are amazing. For the day I learned they were added to E three was the day that I became a man. Yeah, and I decided to they're play them more. The thing is, they're, they're strength four, they're AG three, they've got great armor, their movement isn't bad, and for 100k, they're kind of a bargain for their stat line. Hmm, they're awesome. What about you, you guys, Mike and Dave? What are your well, opinions on Chaos Warriors? That, that well, that's it. They're one of the yeah, one of the nicest, skillless players about, aren't they? Just because they've got strength, the yeah. edge. Um, yeah, high armor too. Nice, it's it's nice a weird level. thing, though, isn't it? Really, with Chaos Warriors, because so often you you look at the stat line and the prize and think, oh, excellent. Yeah, we go. We've got four strength, four agility, three players. Should be fine. You put them actually down as a rookie team, and suddenly it just starts. Some you're wondering, why aren't these guys doing better? Yes. Yeah. The, 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 th- the thing is, it's the lack of skills that really, really come to bite you really quite quickly. Yes. Because the. You put out a rookie chaos team, and you will be banging your head on the table, going, "Fuck! Why don't they start with block?" <laughs> yes. Oh, could you because imagine if they did? That, if they did start with block, that would be horrible. Yeah. Oh. It'd be about 140k. It'd be worth it. Yeah, it'd be definitely worth it. I think. I think part of the problem with chaos is, although we're saying, "Oh yeah, bargain for 100k and all that jazz," what you've got to bear in mind is, for your only four players, you're spending 400k. Yeah. Mm. Alignment of 60k. And there's re-rolls also 60k, so it adds up very quickly. 
the, that is yeah, true. I mean, the, the, the kind of the, the synergy with the rest of the team, it, Kelsbro has worked really well in that respect, but you still get bit by the fact that basically most of your players have no skills. And yeah, it, it just kind of comes to bite you really, really quickly. Mm. Like at, at a lower level, they are pretty crap. Once, once you've got a few advances and a few skills on the table, they become fairly powerful. Yeah. But until then, it is a real struggle. I mean... Oh, oh sorry, what was that? I was going to say, having said that, they, they get access to general strength mutation right off the bat, which is amazing. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, the, the thing is, with Chaos, is, is as I said earlier, because there's no dedicated positionals for ball handling, and of course it's all about the ball handling, you're, you're going to be living and dying by three pluses, aren't you? Because it, until you get sure hands, it's a three plus, no re-rolls, or it's a two-die block without block, if, you know, until you get block. There's so many opportunities to suffer turnovers that other teams just don't have. Cause they've it's, it's, sure hands. it's a typical thing with a lot of the Chaos teams, though, isn't it? It's, there's some decent players starting, but with no skills, but... Uh, once you can, it's, it's a nice blank slate, but blank canvas, but it's also a big step to actually get a lot of skills. That sums them up quite well, I think. They are, they, there are so many ways you can build a Chaos team. I know the traditional way is just bash. And yes, we, one way or another, you're pretty much going to build them to be a bashy team. But there's lots of different ways you can do that. Um, but until you get there, it's going to take you a long time. I mean, a Chaos Warrior becomes a really scary piece once it's got three or four pieces, three or four skills. But that's a lot of star player points. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the the one good thing about that is Chaos Warriors are really, really quite a good choice as ball carriers because they have as much chance of picking it up as a Beastman. And once they've got it, it's much harder to get it off them. Yes. Which, do, which does mean if you're playing in a league, they can accrue the star player points reasonably quickly. Absolutely. I think that's the thing to remember. When I started playing them at first, I didn't really think about that. I thought, okay, Beastman, they've got the movement six, they've got the AG3, I'll give them the ball. And then I thought, wait, the Chaos Warriors are just as capable. They're just as good at dodging. They're just as good at picking it up. The only thing is they're slightly slower, but they're much tougher. So why would I not do that? And, um, yeah, I learned my lesson that day. I learned a lot of things about Chaos in my life. <laughs> one of them. Another thing I learned... I'm skipping the queue a bit here, and I'll come back to it. Minotaurs, they're the only big guys, apart from the, um, like the, what do you call them? I think they're the only big guy that can get mutations on normals, except the Warpstone Troll. Which has really annoyed me, because I thought, the Chaos Pact Minotaur, oh, and Ogres and Trolls, are only on doubles. Can the Chaos Pact not get them on singles, they can get them on nope. doubles? It's only no, doubles it's for all the big guys. Including the Minotaur. Nurgle, Beast. Nope, it's on doubles. Really? No. Really. Stupid, isn't it? I know. Look it up, honestly. It's true. And that was such a... That's one of the biggest injustices in Blood Bowl. Well, I suppose, in terms of it all, it, it helps with the... Um, what's the word? Variety that you can build the team in. Basically. Yeah, I know. So you, you can... If you really wanted to, have a um, two-head minotaur with break tackle. You can. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the fact you can have mutations means for a minotaur... If you roll, if you roll a normal skill up, claws just jumps out at you. Basically, yes. yeah, that's the thing that comes in. Yeah, it's bit, because straight away. I mean, if you get if you get two or three skills on your minotaur, they do become beasts because you can have mutations right off the bat. You know, you can take like claws, and then you've got oh, I'll take like prehensile tail, tentacles. Yeah, it, it's just that appearance would be a good shout on him just to keep him there. 
Yes, that's, that's a good really? call. So there's a there's a lot of things you can. Oh, a good shout, really. Let's be honest here. Most yeah, pretty, pretty much, yeah. Extra arms, very long legs. <laughs> yeah, but hang on, extra arms. He's picking up on a three plus. Yeah, but it's got a wild animal. That'd be a rubbish way to have to move a ball. Yeah, but it'd be funny. Oh, it would it'd be, be funny. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, bear with me. He can then catch on a three plus. Then you just blitz him up the pitch. <laughs> really? What could go wrong? <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I've seen you pass to a rat ogre before. Oh, I do all the time. 50-50 is not a bad shout, and he's fairly quick. Well, yeah, a- yeah. A- AG2, AG2 players passing to them. Yeah, you may as well. Why not? Um, anyway, sorry, bringing it back to Chaos Warriors. So, yeah. um, yeah, they are, they are, in my opinion, the best reason to play Chaos. Because Beastmen are great. I mean, they're just human linemen with horns, but with extra skill access. Monitor is, you know, he's, he's nice for what you get. But the Chaos Warriors are really the nice pieces on the pitch. They are that strength for actually three piece. No one else is that apart from vampires, but they've got their own drawbacks. Yeah, yes, I mean, had a reason to play them, but I've done. I've really enjoyed running an old Beastman list before. Really? Yeah, yeah. You you get a lot of because Beastmen are so comparatively cheap with the horns. Yeah, you you can do a lot with an old Beastman list. I suppose so. Yeah. They, they fulfil the blitzer role because of the horns. They're yeah. cheap, so you can get more rerolls in, and you can mould them to be um, anything you want. So you can mould a ball carrier, you can mould some killers, and then you can mould some agility players. That's true. And once you get a few doubles on beastmen as well, you can really you can go to town with them. So of course, yeah. a lot of people would say just blodge them up and all the rest of it. But I've had beastmen. If if one of them gets, for example, a pass or an accurate then you can give them sure hands and you can give them strong arm and you can give them all this and give them extra arms and suddenly you've got quite a good passer which is quite nice or you give them leap then you give them very long legs and then you've suddenly got a guy who can jump into cages just as likely as a, as a war dancer there's a lot of potential those mutations really really um, open up the ballpark well I think yeah I mean I, I guess in terms of kind of finish, finishing off on Chaos Warriors then um, I guess the skills you probably go for block, block jumps out as just a really, really good thing to have for Chaos Warriors in particular. Yeah. It, it's They're blockers, it's, aren't they? Yeah, it, it's great for any player, but for Chaos Warriors especially, it, it's just, it's essential. Yeah. And it's, some might come in with the, do you take Mighty Blow first to sort of improve their chances of getting um, star player points? But I think in this case you'd want to take Block first, because they can get this, unlike Saurus, which is the other player that you can compare yeah. to in terms of that, in terms of being strength or no block, is that they can score touchdowns much easier so they can get the star yeah. player points in other ways. Yeah, you, you, you can rack up the star player points. I mean, the thing is, with, with AG3, you can even pass with them. You yeah. can set you can pass as well as humans, so... Yeah, quite right. I mean, block is... You know what my opinion is of block. I know I give it a hard rep, but it is a bloody useful <laughs> skill. And there are certain players that you... That think the strength four players need block, basically, because they're going to be hitting and they're going to be hit back. And the thing that keeps them up on their feet is block. It makes a lot of sense. And as you say, although... I guess because Chaos are kill teams. Chaos are specifically designed pretty much to beat the shit out of other teams. Yeah. So in that respect, taking a lot of mighty blows is quite tempting off the board. But you need, because you've got so little skills anywhere else, you need that versatility, and block is just more useful. Well, and the, and the thing is, you've got, you've got four Chaos Warriors, so you'll probably end up having a couple of super offensive ones, who will probably be like your Block, Claw, Mighty Blow, um, maybe a Prehensile Tail in there. And then you, you'll probably have one that's got, you know, Block, and maybe, could, could be Sure Hands, could be Extra Arms, something that's going to help him mm. basically pick the ball up and move with it. Yes. In a in a in a long term league, this is yeah, over a long term league, yeah. 
the trouble comes when you get to tournaments. So let's say you've got a chaos team and you've got five skills. What do you, what do, you do then? Um, actually, in that case, be inclined to mighty blow them all. Because you'll have a little bit more money to play with and therefore we can get more rerolls in to compensate. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. As the last skill, normally, let's, let's say hypothetically, it's going to be, I don't know, four normals and a double for five skills. What would that be? I'd say four mighty blow chaos warriors. And block mino. Block mino, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say that's a really solid choice, yeah. Yeah, or if and if you if you got spam restrictions, you probably go two block, two mighty blow, and um, or you might go block mighty blow, mighty blow guard, and then block on the minor or something like that. I would even go as far as to say maybe seal hands one of the chaos warriors. Yeah, I've not played enough chaos teams in, in tournaments to to really say what I've experienced in them. But that that is, I mean, that. which which comes into itself because that that is part of the problem with chaos is you don't tend to see them at tournaments because they're not a very good tournament team. No, yeah. they're really not, that's the thing. I mean, it's all going to go to these are potential tournament builds and such like, but then you realise that any sort of tournament build with Chaos that you come up with is going to be missing something. Whereas yes. a lot of teams can use tournaments to build, to sort of plug their own weaknesses, Chaos always still going to have weaknesses once uh, you've skilled them up. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't have enough to... I mean, I've, I've taken Chaos at um, a tournament before, as, as Alex says, and it, it it is rough going. It really is rough going. Hmm. But um, what they when they really do shine, of course, the opposite side of the spectrum is le- is uh, long term leagues. And you see, there's a lot. If you guys go onto the Bloodborne communities, like the Reddit's and all the rest yeah. of it, um, you'll see a lot. And I mean a lot of very very highly developed chaos teams. Because <laughs> once they get they're, they're a robust team, they t- they can take a lot of hits, and the they can develop. It's, it's pretty much comes down to claw palm. Because they can get that relatively easily, suddenly you've got that. It's still all relative. I mean, a, a, a normal tabletop league, you have maybe ten games that go. Yes, it, I'm talking uh, online leagues mostly. Yeah, that, that's where it's skewed. It's because you played uh, online leagues have played so many, like yes. easily. That's where that's where the major problem with claw palm comes from. That is it, because a lot of people will will then kind of get quite annoyed because they go, the game is broken, it's this, that, and the other. And you think, well, I always say, this isn't really how Blood Bowl is meant to be played. It's not meant to be a perpetual league where a game, a team can get 200, 300 games, or even like 80 or 90. It's meant to be short-term things, which might go as long as, say, I don't know, five, six seasons, which might have 10 games apiece. But it'll get to the point where a team has developed so much that it'll become... It's just kind of naturally where it ends, isn't it? And then you start new teams when you progress that way. It's not normal to stay with a team for that long where it becomes such a big problem. And when you do have claw pump across the pit across the field, it's very, very hard to to kind of to want to play them because you think, okay, I can play them. I'll probably win because they've got no ball handling skills, but my team is going to get destroyed. So do yeah. I actually want to play this game or not? And I, some people go in there purely to uh, to just cause as many casualties as they can, which is all well and good if that's what they want to do. But it just becomes a bit of a. It doesn't. Bec- it's not blood bowl. It's just not blood bowl, in my opinion. <laughs> well, it's got blood in the name. Yeah, I know. It's just cash bowl. What do you just? Everyone line up on the line of scrimmage, take it in turns to throw blocks, and whoever has the most casualties at the end wins. <laughs> not but the I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. When when every single player has the ability to get block and mighty blow as their first two skills, obviously with a minotaur and obviously the blocks can be a double. But you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, every single normal player can get block first and then mighty blow or vice versa and you're not gonna it's it's a no-brainer in a way isn't it and to be fair if i I don't know it's it's hard to explain 
But I know it's, it's, it's easy to say, oh yeah, chaos aren't that fun because they're just for killing and such like. But then again, that's like saying wood elves aren't going to be that fun just because they're for running away. Oh, oh no, I just want to say, I'm not saying that that's, um, that's rubbish and you, and you shouldn't play them. I just mean, when it gets to the point where they're TV 2500 or something and everybody is a claw bomber with tackle and jump up and Pokemon yes. and everything else, that's when it becomes a little bit like, that's when it becomes, it gets a bit different to me. But if it's just a case of you got a bunch of players and some of them have got claw, some have got piling on, some have got claw upon maybe, but it's not like across the whole team. That's fair. oh yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Because what will happen is at that time you'll have enough teams to counter it as well. So if you're a wood elf, you'll be able to run away and outrun them and all the rest of it. But um, I think the problem is a lot of people, especially on Bubble Two, there's only eight teams, um, and it's basically what is it? It's chaos, orcs, humans, dwarves, dark elves, wood elves, high elves, and Bretonians. And um, oh, like if one of those teams is immune to the claw parts of it as well. Yes, exactly. Even on the playing field. Yes. So there's no. If there were more stunty teams and more this and more that, then you'd be fine. But it's basically you play you play chaos and you'll get killed, and um, or you play wood elves and you win that way. Oh, the skaven as well. Sorry, my mistake. So yeah, it's 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 not so much an issue in reality. What we consider reality, tabletop um, blah blah. But when you have these online ones, like the black box as well on Fumble, is the same. It's full of chaos, dwarf chaos, and chaos backed, and Nurgle, who are just all crazy two and a half thousand TV killer teams. And if that's what you yeah. want to play, that's fine. But I don't know. I think Blood Bowl really shines in smaller leagues. That's just my opinion on it. I've gone a bit. Of, I think I've gone off a bit. I've done a bit of a rant, haven't I? <laughs> so yeah, skills on a chaos warrior. So. I've like, I mean, I've had a, I've had some really weird ones in the past. I've been, I used to play on the iPad a lot, and there's only a few teams on there. And I had a, I had a Chaos Warrior. He was movement seven with very long legs, leap, and agility four. He was amazing. He didn't have any block or any dodge or anything, but he could jump into cages. And what is that? Not surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I had a strength six one with break tackle as well. That's pretty rocking. Well, I gave him two heads as well, just so he could leap into ca- dodge into cages on a two plus. The, the thing is, Curse Warriors with the skills you can get, they are super versatile. I mean, you would, who like said, block is just almost a no-brainer for them. Mm. But after that, it's kind of well, you've got you've got mutations which can basically significantly improve your ball handling, or as I say, very long legs and that make them cage breaker. You know, they can have other general skills, so. You know, you can have a, a block, tackle, claw, mighty blow, prehensile tail, tentacles, whatever. There's a lot of options to go down. I quite yeah. like, um, on, on doubles as well, I quite like things like diving tackle, because that's quite nice. Or sidestep, or a bit, it's a bit more unusual, because you can you, you can do a lot of hitting, but you can't. It's, it's when you get a hit, that's when you want to be able to control what's going on. So something like sidestep can work quite nicely. Yeah, but, I, yeah I, I can see that, yeah. But I tend to build them all. The, the wackier players tend to be the beast men because you've got more of them. You can you can afford to go a bit weird. So that's, that's when it tends to go the strange ones for me. That, that's that's smoothly moved on there to beast men. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> so beast men. Yeah, they're they're awesome. I mean, they're a human lineman, but for 10k more, you get horns and you get access to strength and mutation skills, which is a bargain. It's... Yeah, they're, well, the, the thing is, they're, they're they're linemen who can take general strength and mutation skills. For 60k, and they already start with a mutation. What's what's not like? Pretty good. I mean, they're um yeah. The fact that anybody is potentially strength four is so powerful. True, it's only one person a turn in terms of the beastmen anyway. But the fact is, you, there are so many sticky situations you can get out of just by declaring a blitz. So your ball carrier is being marked. 
okay, declare the blitz, get a two-die block on whoever's marking you. The fact that's such a good thing to be able to do. Or um, the fact that anybody with one assist can one-die a big guy is just really good. Any schmucky lineman there, all they need is a single assist and they're one-die blocking a big guy. That's that's amazing. Yeah, and I mean, the, the, the skill access you get with them means that they're just, again, they're, they're ridiculously versatile. Um, you know, you, you can... You you do tend to specialise with them a bit because you'll have your beastmen who are become the default blitz. That's the ones you have, you know, the the block and mighty blow and claw and whatever else. Yeah, exactly. And then you have the ones who are the ball carriers. So you know your your guy who's got short hands and extra arms, say, and two heads. Where would you put guard on a be- on a chaos team? I'd put the I don't know actually because you want a little bit. I'd, I'd say maybe a, one or two on the beastmen because they're a little bit quicker, so they can get to where they want to be. Mm. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd probably spread it around. Probably have a couple of chaos warriors with it, a couple of beastmen with it. I think maybe a good little combo for the beastmen might be um, guard and two heads, so they can get away to where they need to be quicker. Yes, there's not many other teams. Ball, Mike. Yeah, yeah. There's not many other teams that can dodge away on a two plus to provide guard to people. Yeah, exactly. That, that's that would be a really strong thing to have. I think. And then you can also, if you want to, give them something like Stand Firm, if you really want to make them annoying people, so it's going to be even trickier to get rid of that guard. But as you say, there's so many ways you can do it. You can build the blitzers and the ball carriers, and then if you want to, you can start giving people Disturbing Presence, or you can start giving them Prehensile Tail and Tackle, or something like that, which is a great combination, because that will really make some elves cry. Or you can give them Frenzy and Piling On, or you can give them this, or you can give them that, or you can give them Juggernaut, or you can give them this. It's, there's so many options you to go for. You give them anything, and you could build a Beastman that would work, basically. Yeah, I, th- I think that's, that's yeah. spot on, Mike, yeah. And that's essentially why I was singing the praises of an all-Beastman team earlier, because mm. you could do so much with it, it's awesome. And, yeah, they're not, for what they are, they're really not that expensive. No, they're really not. A Chaos Warrior is almost two Beastmen worth of Beastman, in terms of cost. But what would you rather have, one Chaos Warrior or two Beastmen? Considering a Beastman can have horns and is faster, on paper, I kind of think I might rather have two Beastmen. That's the, that's the thing. I know you were saying about Chaos Warrior on paper looks like a bit of a bargain, but then you look at the Beastman next to it, and suddenly you're thinking, well, okay, is it worth it, really? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I, think it, I, I think, once again, though, it comes back to the fact that they can have all this stuff in a league when you've advanced them enough, but what you essentially start with is a human lineman with horns. Yes, it does take a long time to get to that point, which yes. is always going to be the problem. They're a bit like high elves in that respect. They've got so much potential, it just takes bloody ages to get there. Pretty otherwise, much, yeah. if, they, if it didn't take them so long, then they'd be overpowered, and that's part of the beauty of it. Mm. Apart from high elves, are obviously very different, because they score, whereas these guys kill, which is nice. Um, so, I'd say a good way to define what a beast man is going to do is to, depending on whether he rolls doubles or stat increases. Because that will really set his path in mind, won't it? Yeah. If you get, if you get a strength, strength 4 beastman, then obviously he's going to become a big offensive guy because he's strength 5 on the blitz. You get an age 4 guy, then it's going to be extra arms, you know, two heads, whatever else he needs to, to make him the ball carrier. Mm. Here's a question. I, I saw this. I saw a discussion on this quite recently, and I was surprised at the response. So somebody said, "I've got a Chaos Warrior. He's just rolled an 11. What do I do?" 
and to me, it's it's absolute no brainer. You get take the agility. You've got a vampire all of a sudden. You strength <laughs> four, agility four. That's incredible. Very few players are that strong and that agile at the same time, and he becomes your ball carrier. That's such a powerful thing to have. But yeah, he, people he, were like, no, 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 take block, take block. Make sure you take block. Always take block. And I thought, no, what a waste. Yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, that, that's one where I'd certainly take the stat increase there. Um, on players where you wouldn't originally think, oh, let's take the stat increase. If Nuffle blesses you with plus agility, <laughs> yeah, plus agility, absolutely, you take it. You absolutely you're looking take at it. True man here. <laughs> yeah, right now there there are exceptions. Always <laughs> 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 agility plus the true man. <laughs> Um, what? Right now, this might sound a bit crazy, right? But Here we plus go. Agility, <laughs> he comes with strong arm, right? So he's actually passing on a four plus for a short pass. Right. Anyway, I'll move on. Uh, Alex, Alex, can you not save this insanity for your NAF articles? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, ca- ca- carry on. Let's, let's, you, you were saying about agility four and stuff. Yeah. Are you thinking about a passing chaos team? No, well, no, 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 not, no, definitely not. Um, it's nice to have that ability, but I would say the plus agility just means just, just, it's just so good. You're an elf. You can dodge like an elf. You can do this. You can do that. If you give him, you can give him extra arms and two heads to make him absolutely unstoppable. I think I would just say it's an absolute no-brainer. Here's a slightly more questionable one though. What would you do um, if you were to roll double five on a chaos warrior? Take movement. Movement. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, be the same same for the beastman. Um, difference between move five and move six is amazing. Yeah, huge. You won't be tempted by a double. No, no, nope, because I don't think the doubles are that useful on chaos warriors. Personally, no. Maybe you might want to take dodge, but not on a double five. No, no, I, you, I, I think you're right there, Mike. It's um, yeah. If you get if you if you're blessed with getting an extra movement on the chaos warrior, you snap that shit up like anything. Because yeah, <laughs> I mean, with the exception of armor. I don't think that any Chaos player could be t- not taking a, a stat increase. Uh, no, I, th- I think... Um, that, Armor 10 I, Chaos Warriors, that's quite fun. I think that's... No, I, I think you spot on, Mike. Yeah, you'd... Armor's the only questionable one. If I rolled... Yeah, no, I, I don't think if... Yeah, if I rolled... Um, if I rolled 10 normally, I had like a 6 and a 4, say... Hmm. Yeah, it would, still, it would still be movement. Yeah. Still be movement, yeah. Always movement. It's hard to argue against it. Chaos Warriors, I mean, Chaos teams benefit so much from it. There's, yeah, any player with any stat increase would benefit from it. You had a Minotaur, plus agility on a Minotaur, then give him two heads, and suddenly he's dodging on a two plus. <laughs> well, and the thing is, as well, if you can get um, if you can get even just one Beastman who's movement seven, that is massive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, um, that's, that, I like to give him um, that frenzy and tackle and stuff, because they become the elf hunter, basically. They do, yeah, they're amazing. Strength floor, for, strength floor, what on earth? Strength floor? Oh, I don't know what's going on there. You're going mad. That's what's going on. This is all an illusion in your head. <laughs> anyway, sorry, yeah, we haven't talked about the Minotaur yet. We haven't. Um, he's alright. I mean, he's fairly expensive. Really, I don't think the Chaos team particularly needs him that much. No, I, 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 like, uh, I do like Minotaurs. They're kind of great. <laughs> they are. They're, they're a nice uh, centre to base your battle line around. As far as good guys go, they're and, lovely. And they're a big guy with horns and frenzy. Yes. Which is kind of great. <laughs> what I love about them 
is they will never lose their tackle zones because they've got wild animal. Yeah, so, actually, yeah. Which is West another West huge, massive thing, yeah. So if you give him, he's a, he's a prime piece for things like guard, because you stick him in a, in a bunch of tackle zones. Let's say you want to blow a block with him, uh, throw a block with him, not blow a block, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Let's say you wanted to throw a block with him. Worst comes to the worst, you roll that one, and you're still giving guard assists. That's really, really good. Same for yeah, three hands tail, same for tentacles. He's, I mean, the, the Minosaur's a really good one to get a juggernaut on as well, because he's going to yeah. be blitzing a lot. <laughs> We're going to be talking about that in a very short amount of time. Yes. He, we'll not see you gone to that just yet, because there's a few things we should talk about just in terms of normal skills on him. But, um, so, I mean, obviously you just say Juggernaut is a great one, as you're, and you're right, because it means he's protected from those both downs. Because he's the piece... Uh, who was I talking to? I've got who's talking to. He's saying, if, if you're not blitzing with a Minotaur, let's say you have no blocking opportunities. If you're not blitzing with him, then you're playing Chaos wrong, because they're so yeah. good at that. Yeah, yeah, he might yeah. get that one, but it's worth the risk. He, he should really be blitzing every turn... If you can, if you can swing it, because it's gonna a, it's gonna make the wild animal roll better, um, and b, it's like he's got frenzy and horns. He's strength six on the blitz. He can he can two dice other big guys with that. Mm. It's such a powerful thing to do. It's, especially but if it's a that big said, the wild animal guy. Is, is a pain in the ass. Yeah. you shouldn't. If you're like going for the 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 touchdown half saving. Blitz, go for the warrior, not the minotaur, because his yeah, What's also really annoying is when you're you're moving a cage along or something, and you all you need to do is move that minotaur. You need to just move him, and he spends four or five turns yeah. standing there, going, "Nope, I want to stand here and I want to hit somebody. <coughs> I'm just going to yeah. roar." That's really annoying because then you think, "Should I waste my blitz just so I can move him?" No, it's pretty frustrating. He's using the Minotaur to be the corner of a cage. That's the thing as well. No, but, I mean, what if he goes off hunting and he and he he blocks someone four times and he he kills them or knocks them out and suddenly he's stuck on half the he's halfway across the pitch and he's got no one else around him and you want to get him back involved and then he's just going to trundle over. But the fact is, half the time he's just going to stand there and pick his nose. Well, the the, the thing is though, with with frenzy as well as horns, he's the one who should be bashing a hole for your cage to go through. Mm. Because the fren- the frenzy alone means it's not just hitting people; it's hitting people and pushing them out of position, and then hitting them again. Yes, crazy. and that that can make a big difference when someone is trying to defend against the cage. You're saying, Alex, about him blocking a player four times unsuccessfully and being stuck halfway across the pitch. But unless that player has sidestep, you should really still be able to control where you're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm a bad player. Oh, don't I'm start, Mr. I'm going to be really good with pro-elves and shit like that. And <laughs> off in my first thought, or something like that, I don't know. I, c- I can't play Bash. I try playing Bashy teams and I can't. I'll just go, oh, I can Bash someone. Punch, punch, Bashy, Bashy, Bash. And then I'm like, why is my team all over the pitch? And, all and, doing then, then, and, then, so, and then suddenly, Alex, you're 2-0 down and going, shit, what happened? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I can't play Bash very well. I'm learning. I'm trying my best. I'm playing bashy teams, you know, I'm getting there, but um, I'm still really, really bad at it. I go, okay, I've got a cage, and then one turn later I'm like, oh, I can make a run for it. Oh, it's all gone wrong. But, yeah, so monitors, the fact that they can take... Well, I was going to say, Alex, as you said, they can take mutations, which is great. And I will say... Well, yeah, Claw jumps out, Prehensile Tail, because of the frenzy... And the fact that wild animal means you don't lose your tackle zone. Really, really useful. Mm. Tentacles as yeah. well, for that matter. 
Yeah, t- tentacles are great, yeah. yeah. Then it becomes a better beast of Nurgle. I would be inclined to say tentacles over Prehensile Tail. I'd, I'd probably agree with that, yeah. Probably agree with that. Yeah. It's, they're both great in their own way. It depends on who you're playing, I guess. But all in all, tentacles is awesome. Pre-handed the thing is, yeah, if you, if you manage to get three skills and you've you've suddenly got a guy who's got who's got claw plus his, his mighty blow anyway, plus prehensile tail and tentacles, <coughs> basically he can frenzy wherever he likes, and no one is ever getting away from him. <laughs> I know. Oh, it'd be so nice, wouldn't it? Give him diving tackle on a double. No, see, don't do that. That's no, no, never do that. <laughs> you get if you get a double, you go. I'll take block. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Not pro. Because you should be able to get three die with a uh, with a Minotaur fairly frequently, and with yeah, frenzy as well. That just increases your killing potential against stuff that doesn't have block. I guess. Increase the killing potential. Yeah. Um, Rack up, up even more star player points. Hmm. Well, all right. Uh, I suppose that makes sense. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's lots of lovely things you can take. Um, I just want to do a quote. Shout out to Glowworm with his claw. I've got claw! Get the fuck off my pitch! Is that your That's glow? Still... Yes, do you think it's any good? Do you think you'll like oh, it's, it? It's, it's like he's here in the very studio we're recording in with us. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Glow, if you're listening. That's still my favourite memory of, um, of... It was Gert, I think. I, used to, I just heard it from across the room. Was it Expo? It was Expo, that's what it was. It was yeah. Expo. It was Expo. Expo, yeah. I've got claw! <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so, um... Buh, buh, buh. That's the positionals. Shall we go on to talk about some skills? Yes. Or should we talk about star players? Skills first. Stars. Oh, uh, Ooh, contentious. Mind you, stars are more fitting with the team and skills yeah. more general. So let's do stars. Shall we do stars? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Overall, Matt, deal with it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can put an appeal in, if you like, with the relevant people. And it will definitely get dealt with. So, Grashnak Blackhoof. Normally I do it in, in value, in cost, like the cheapest one first. But in my opinion, Borak is much cooler than Grashnak. So I'm going to talk oh, about yeah. Grashnak first. He is a Minotaur who is faster and stronger and doesn't have wild animal. I mean, he's fairly expensive. He's 310. Bungie, Minotaurs are expensive anyway. And I suppose it's not that much more expensive, considering. Looking at I, it think, I think 100 and 160 for the skills he gets plus not having wild animal is an yeah. absolute bargain. The fact that he, when he's, he's blitzing strength 7 is Strength really 7 on the nice. blitz, yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty nice. That's stronger than Morg. You can do that Morg with that. No, no wild animal as well, which means you are always going to get that block away. You're always going to get that blitz away. You're always going to get the movement. Yeah, it's, it's never going to so, I think that's the biggest, biggest draw to him, the no wild animal rather than uh, strength 6. He's also movement 6. Yeah, yeah, that helps. I'm, I'm having a look at him because we've got well, if you are on on the site I'm looking at at the moment, you've got Lord Borat, Grashnak, and also Morgan Fork lined up next to each other mm-hmm. um, on on the thing because they can take Morgan as well, obviously. Yeah, and I'm just looking at Grashnak. I'm thinking, oh my god, he's so good. Yes, he is. He really, really so is. Slowly, I'm right there. That's it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I'd rather have him over Morg. Well, if it's, it's, so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper, and he's just as good at killing. If and not better at killing. And the thing is, Dave, you, you've pointed out he's only armor 8, but he's strength 6. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't forget, like, Dave. You could be, be armor 6. No, I'm just saying, I'm just oh, pointing that out, rather than saying, no, rubbish. It's a fair it's, point. It's been yeah. noted, since you can't apothecary star players, and he doesn't have regen, the yeah. armor 8 could be an issue once it does. going up on him. He does have thick skull. 
That doesn't really right. help if he's just got the murders. <laughs> That's alright then, it needs a yeah. <laughs> Okay, he won't get knocked out on an 8, guys. Slow down. <laughs> the only problem with Grashnak is he's awesome, but if we're talking about tournament scenes, because that's, that's primarily what we play, we do do leagues and stuff, but most of the time when you see star players, it's in a tournament. It's very expensive to fit into a Chaos team, because Chaos teams are already expensive. Most of it. I mean, yeah, for Chaos play? especially. Is it Chaos and Nurgle only that you can play for? Uh, I think so. And Chaos Force as well. Okay. I mean, I want to sick. I reckon the team that you'd probably have the easiest time fitting him into would be Chaos, purely because they don't have as many positionals as, for example, Nurgle and Chaos Dwarfs. You could squeeze him into a Chaos Dwarf team to replace the Minotaur. That's a good idea. Well, if you... Mm, you, you could, but if you're doing that, you have... Other choices you take, um, Thark the Unstoppable. But Grashnak's so good. Yeah, but Thark the Unstoppable is really good. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know his stats or skills. To be he's well, well, he's he's six. He's six five two nine, and he comes with block, break, tackle, and juggernaut, and sure feet and sprint. sprint. Oh, okay. It's a bull centaur, but he's stronger, isn't he? And he's got break, tackle, and block. Well, let's see. I'm looking at this here. I'm sorry, just while you've been talking about that. So, four Chaos Warriors plus uh, seven Beastmen to bring you up to 11 is yeah. 820k, right? Which is obviously quite a bit, but um, they still got space for wiggle. You've got wiggle room there. And Grashnak is 310. So, if you were to take oh, if you were to take four Chaos Warriors and seven Beastmen, so you've got the 11 and Grashnak, you're looking at 1130k, which but, is too much for some tournaments. Yeah, but as, as Mike says... You can quite easily get away with just Beastmen. You could get 11 Beastmen and Grashnak. And that's a that's quite a viable team. You could get 10 Beastmen and Minotaur on Grashnak. Ooh, yeah, and that's that's still a viable team, though. We might need to re-roll in here somewhere. Nah, stop that. Ah, that's overrated. Because here's the thing with that build that you mentioned, Alex. You could still get two re-rolls in there, purely because if it was 1,200, get one re-roll from the... Um, what do we call it? Team one, and then stick the leader on a chaos warrior as a double foot because you normally get doubles. Yeah, that's 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 a good call. Yeah. So you could fit. So I'm just doing more calculations. Two chaos warriors, seven beast. Oh, hold on, wait, no. Two chaos. I could bugger this. You could do it. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you could. Two chaos warriors. Yeah. No. Sorry. So, uh, right, I've got in mind for that team is four chaos warriors, seven beast men. Grashnak, one reroll, one fan factor. That's 1.2 mil on the nose. As skills, let's use the hypothetical four normals and one double. Use yeah. the ball to get leader on one of the players. Use one of the normals to be sure hands to get yourself another reroll potential. Then some block um, spectacular here and there. You've got a good team. Yeah, it's a very powerful team. It's a very strong team. I, I would say go, take all the mighty blow in that case because you're going to be doing a lot of punching. Yeah, mighty blow instead of, instead of uh, block then because you might as well just go and pick or go home. Yeah. So yeah, the thing is, yeah, Grashnak is really good, and I, th I think he's spawning in that fitting him into a Chaos team is probably the easiest of the three teams he can go in, and he'd re he's really quite effective in there. Mm. I really want to run that build now. What's the next tournament I'm going to that's 1.2 mil? You going to... Go? Yeah, um, I don't know how that would work with the weird skill set, though. I've created a team roster, a roster, a spreadsheet, which will fit it all in automatically. Which, so you can which, which is very good. I've been playing around with that. Oh, oh, I oh well, to be fair, I've not, I've not been on my PC much lately because I've been mostly at work. So uh. well, there's, there, there, there's a tool which... Um, so, yeah, there is a 
the Excel spreadsheet for it, and it does work, and it's quite good fun. So. Okay. Um, sorry to be uh, drifting off, but where do I find that, Alex? If you go to the Talk Fantasy Football forums, go onto the Gut Bowls, uh, what do you call it, thread, the most recent post, I think, is me. Yeah, it's got, it's, it's got your link in, I think, Alex, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, you're very also, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Gerbal, 23rd to 24th of July 2016, be there. I'll be TOing. Woo! And guess what roster I'm taking? No, no, no. Alex, I know which roster you're taking. We've discussed this. Borax bastards! Speaking of Borak, yeah? Well yeah? Thank you. Yeah, just just so everyone's wondering, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, because I'm going to be TOing it, I can't in all in all good consciousness to ha- try and take a team that has any chance of winning anything I'm not saying that I would win something but just in case because I don't want to be like and the winner of this you don't, you don't is need me that guy. Yeah. you don't need that guy so I've taken a funny roster I'm going to basically take I think it's about I think it's 14 rotters I haven't figured out exactly 3 bribes and Borak and everybody everybody there are 8 dirty players wow <laughs> wow I, I I've got to say, Alex, I have worked out that you could get uh, Nashrak and Lord Borak in and still have enough losses. Could I? I would because rather take Spleen Ripper. Yeah, I'm, I'm having bucket loads of bribes. I'm just going to be fouling every turn. Okay, well, that's doing, fair yeah. Basically, that is a fouling roster. It's going to have no potential to do anything except foul. And I'm going to foul with Borak. It's going to happen. I've got Borak. Anyway, so, so Lord Borak. So, Lord Borak. He's great. He's a Chaos Warrior with uh, extra strength, and block, and Dirty Player, and Mighty Blow. Why Dirty Player? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not, not going to no, no, again. That's, that's the confusing thing, because let's just put it out there as saying Dirty Player, pretty much just wipe it off of the discussion, because no one's ever going to be fouling with a 300k player. Absolutely. Just, unless you're Alex at Gertbowl. Oh, yeah. So let's just say, for the, for the reasoning, that Dirty Player's not there because we're never going to use it. He's <laughs> just got Block and Mighty Blow. Yeah, Strength 5. But is, is, is he not a bit overpriced for what he is? He's, he's expensive. He's a Chaos Warrior with, let's just say, his two basic skills and plus Strength. And that's 300k. That's not a good deal. You've got think. an Agility 3. Essentially, you've got an Agility 3 big guy with Block, with block and Mighty Blow. Yeah, I and no negatrace. Yeah, I still don't think that's worth three hundred k. Use him. Use okay. Right, use him to carry the ball. Let's say you've got him in a, in a team, and you get the ball to him. He's carrying. He's picking it up on a three plus, just like anyone else in your team. And suddenly he's got block and he's strength five. So good luck getting the ball from him. I think yeah, I I, I see where you come from, Mike. But if you if you compare him to other stars, so if you look at say the mighty Zerg, who's a very similar player. Mighty Zerg is 40k cheaper and has minus one movement and minus one agility. Yeah, well, that is true. So, so when you look at him in the context of other star players, he kind of is a bit of a bargain. Mm. But yeah, if, if, you, if you had a Chaos Warrior who had that stat line and those skills, he'd be a lot cheaper, basically. Well, he'd be under 90, wouldn't he? Okay. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Not dirty player notwithstanding, because you've never needed... <laughs> yeah, but, absolutely, yeah. I don't know, I, I can't help but think he's great. I think he slots into a Chaos team perfectly, and I think he's quite a scary piece to have to fight against. Well, so, yeah, that Dirty Player is just purely fluff, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. purely fluff, but you're never going to use it, so... No. Well, I reckon I'd probably get carried away. Depends how well you do the game. <laughs> I'd, I'd be fouling all over the place with him. Turn so seven. In order for that skill to be particularly, I want to say, useful to you, you'd have to take a bribe, and that bumps up to 400k, then. Ah, what about... 
what if you take Borak and Max and a bribe, Max Bean Ripper, and then you can decide you might you might want to actually go, you know what, I'm not gonna have Max Bean Ripper back. I'm gonna leave him leave him off and you can save the bribe for Borak then. I mean you like could take Borak, Max Bean Ripper and a bribe. Good luck getting any sort of team when that costs three hundred and thirty K by itself. What about a team what about a team of pure rotters? That's a good idea. I should take that to Gert. <laughs> there is that, yes, I suppose there is that. I think Lord Borak does serve a, a purpose, and also he has a badass model. He does look pretty rocking. Yeah, the, the, he's got he's, he's like covered in skulls, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he has little horns on his helmet, but the horns are connected by a little orb. Yes. I think it's strange, but I like it. He doesn't need horns. Could you imagine if he had horns? In a GW-based oh. special character that's covered in ho- um, skulls and spikes, wow, that's uh, breaking the trend a little bit, isn't it? But to be fair, <laughs> Whoa. For, 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 Lord, for Lord Borak, it does kind of fit the fluff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Lord Borak's great. So, um, I mean, Chaos have some really nice star players. Unlike Chaos Packs, who have shit star players. They have some <laughs> of the worst star players in the game. I'm so upset by them, so disappointed. Well, I, to, I played a game. Um, I was looking at playing a game of Masters where you just have star players. You just pick a roster. You get all the star players from that team. And I thought, oh, what about Chaos Pact? Oh no, wait, they're a big load of trash. And I played a game with about 600k in inducements, and I thought it's just rubbish. They have no good star players apart from maybe Lude Grip. Yeah, Lude, Lude Grip's the only one for Chaos Pact. You do, yeah, they're, they're a bit. Yeah, yeah they're a bit they're shafted on stars. Yeah, but Chaos spoiled for choice. Beautiful set of star players. Yeah, good definitely. I, I won't disagree with that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good choices. I mean, even even Brick and Grotty might be a fairly decent. Yeah, oh, I love Brick and Grotty. I mean, I think, yeah, I think Grotty is your ball carrier and another big guy. I was playing against Rubik and he was taking ogres with Brickfarth and Grotty, and he played through the whole game. And right at the end, it was like turn fifteen. He made a dodge with Grotty, and it was a uh, it was a three, and he went, "Ah, oh, better re-roll that." And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he said, well, "I'm re-rolling it." I said, "No, no, he's agility four. And he went, is he? And his face just lit up. <laughs> and he realised. <laughs> Why would you be re-rolling a three on a goblin dodge anyway? Okay, it was two. Shut up, you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had Prehensile Tail on my elf team. Whatever. You just had to go with that, didn't you, Merrick? You couldn't let me have my moment. No, you didn't deserve the moment. <laughs> well. What moment was it? That of you proving someone, I don't know what's going on anymore. No. But his little face lit up. He was well excited about that. Because, um, yeah, Brook Corey's awesome. But, um, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, take like, take both. Take Borak and Grashnak. They're both really good star players. They really are, yeah. They're not like... Well, the thing with Mighty Zug, like we were saying before, he just seems a bit... There's something missing. He's he's all right, but there's a lot missing. It feels like he should be... I think it's that movement four that, that gets it, because he's so slow. Uh, yeah, Borak's only moving five, but at least he's keeping up with the rest of the team, you know? The, the thing about Zuck is that he's there to help a batty human build. Yeah, he's, um, he, he fits in really effectively. He with... does fit that quite nicely, because yeah. you can still get him into it, because humans are so cheap. You can squeeze Mighty Zuck in there fairly nicely, and still be alright to bash and such like. Lord Borak just adds another high-strength piece to the chaos, which just sort of amplifies their killing, but... Other than that, doesn't add a huge amount to them. Doesn't give them any sort of variety to their team. Gives them pizzazz. He gives them <laughs> genevieve. I mean, I know, I, know you, I know you said at the start of this little section that we were going to discuss Gra- Grashnak first because you thought Borak, the spoiler, was cooler. But I just, I think Grashnak's a better star player personally. We'll have a match at one point, and we'll we'll take chaos teams. 
How about that? One of us will take Grashnag, one take Borak, and see 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 who does better. Well, that'll be definitive, won't it? One game. <laughs> that, that, that was definitely true there. <laughs> who plays Bash teams against a guy who has said just five minutes ago that he's not good with Bash teams. It's fine, that'll be fine. I mean, I'll I'm not take... good with Bash teams either, but, you know, at least I've tried <laughs> a bit harder. Okay, well. you bring your Skaven, I'll bring my Elves, and I'll have Borak. And you can have Grashnag. That works. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll happily bring my Nurgle and have Grashnak. I will happily do that. Because they Nurgle can't take him, can't they? Yeah. yeah. One of the first time I ever played Nurgle on tabletop was at uh, um, uh, the Arbol tournament, and my opponent was using Grashnak. Ah, cool. It didn't do very well, but, you know, it was a... <laughs> <laughs> well, he had a Nurgle team, so... Yeah. yeah. He gets points for turning up. I think Nurgle... It looks like Nurgle and Chaos have the exact same star player lineup. looking at it. I believe they do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm kind of disappointed. I was hoping that. Oh, I guess it makes sense. I'd, I'd love that to be a Nurgly star player. I guess Ludicrup is kind of it, but there's no star player for a Chaos team that's just like chock full of quotations. To be fair, I think, I think Ludicrup. Actually, yeah, that's true. Ludicrup's probably the closest that you've got to a Nurgle star player, but you don't have a star player which is like, you know, foul appearance, disturbing presence, and such like. There should be a star player with like prehensile tail, foul appearance, disturbing presence, and tentacles, and like, I don't know. Extra arms or something, and he can call him Tentacle Joe. That's what I think I should be. This is why you're not a rules designer, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. When I do my rule book, Tentacle Joe will be on the cover. <gasps> anyway. <laughs> God, the staff's got some dis- No, I'm not going to say anything. Shall we? Good. This is a family show. But it's not. <laughs> is no, it? It's, 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 <laughs> it's actually uh, categorised as explicit. Um, should we talk about some skills? I suppose, that, as well. There are three skills we're going to talk about. The first is horns. We've talked about it a bit already, um, but we haven't talked about its usefulness on other players. So, Beastmen already have it, which is lush, because, like I said before, at any moment, they could become strength four. Um, Minotaurs have it, so they need one assist to get three die on most people. But in terms of other people who can take it, I really like the idea of underworld goblins with horns. Well, well, the thing with horns is, I think I think it falls into the thick skull camp, as in... Really, really good to have on your your roster to start off with, but it's really not not going to be one of the first skills or even the second skills you're going to take. I Five would say that there is one player to me that jumps out as a prime candidate for having horns, and that is a Chaos Pact Staven Renegade. Oh, that is a good call. Yeah, hmm. no, that's a fair point. That's movement seven. He would become your out-and-out blitzer in that team because he's the quickest. Uh, at strength three and agility three, he's perfectly uh, equipped to, you know, be a decent blitzer, and of course he has the mutations to allow the extra agility on top of the horns. Yeah, that's not a bad call actually. Yeah. But the thing but, with, the, with a goblin, yeah, he's only strength two to begin with, but with horns, he can dodge into a cage on a three plus with a reroll and usually one die the ball carrier. Yeah, but but Alex, there are other better mutations for goblins to take first. Two heads, all goblins. Oh, there's two heads, yeah. yeah. Big hand, all goblins. <laughs> but on an underworld team, how are you going to break that cage? I guess you got Skaven. Throw a goblin at the cage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's, prob- <laughs> he's probably he's probably more efficient at breaking cage if you just chuck him. Than if he tries to do- if he tries to go in with his strength too, even with horns. All right, fair enough. I've seen um I've seen uh, gutter runners with horns before. Gutter runners with horns are really nice. Um, especially if you've got the four gutter runner build and you've already got two which are really quick and good ball carriers it's good to have a defensive gutter runner with strip ball horns and wrestle mm. Mm. 
Haunted think double, it's... isn't it, Skaven? Double? Uh, it is. It is double, yeah. yeah. But no, it's still a pretty solid double if you were to roll one on a gutter runner. Mm. And you felt inclined that you'd need a, uh, a good defensive blitzer. Which, yeah. although Skaven already have two blitzers and the Rat Ogre, they do somewhat lack in the defensive capability. Yes. I guess that a Skaven blitzer would be a good opportunity for Horns as well. Uh, yeah. But you'd probably take Claw, I guess, if you got a double. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, because Claw is a bit of a must on a Skaven blitzer if you were to take a double. Yeah, okay. So who else would you? Who else can get it? I guess you wouldn't give it to a Chaos Packed Lino because you've got enough big guys to do with punches. No, you, you, you wouldn't give it to a Chaos Dwarf Blocker because moving four. Yeah. Would you be tempted to give it to a, a Chaos Warrior to give him strength five on the blitz? Uh, no, because you've already got, already got enough horns in the team. Yeah. Also, the Minotaur would f- 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 fulfil that role. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. A Warpstone Troll? Wait, Warpstone Troll doesn't move quick enough. No. Um, I'd rather have it on the Goblin. Because, let's face that's it, it's still not a bad shout to have him dodge into a cage on a 3 plus blitz. Still a solid enough uh, option, definitely more so than giving it to the Warpstone Troll. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I suppose a, a Rat Ogre is not going to be a bad call because he's got Wild Animal Frenzy anyway. Uh, the thing is with the Rat Ogre is that he's, again, when it comes to taking, it's another double. Yeah. And right. the Rat Ogre double skills, there's so many good ones for him. And I'm not sure Horns yeah. would be the way to go. No, but I think that ties into what I was saying that it's, it's kind of, it's not. It's really situation. It's nice to have as a starting skill for Beastman, yeah. but there's not many players where, if if it's your first or second skill and you can have access to mutations, you would go. I want horns over prehensile tail or two heads. The, the three main candidates for it as a skill all share one common trait, and that is either speed or agility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, in terms of either being able to dodge into cages, much like a, sca- a scaven, uh, not a scaven, a goblin. That's uh, great. Yeah, in order to get the one die on the ball carrier, or to just catch up with pretty much any player with the strength, with the move seven or the movement nine of a scaven mm-hmm. player. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, and a skill that, in my opinion, it works quite well with is Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Is that was that yeah. be your um? Because I had a rules question about horns. Okay, I'm gonna go back. Sorry, Sorry. I, was, I was trying to be cool and trendy. I was, thinking, really of a, 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 I was thinking of a rogan skill combination. Oh, let's go back then. Rewind. I wondered, yeah, <laughs> and then I wondered what the rules about it would be because I don't have a rule book. Can I me. guess what it's going to be already? Because I think yeah. I might know what you're going to say. Is yeah. it if you take horns and dauntless? You got it spot on. Here's how it works. How horns, it come, okay. horns comes into effect first. So the horns increases your strength to three, and then you would roll to see if you use Dauntless or not. I've thought about it already. I thought it would be so cool if it works, but it doesn't, unfortunately. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. It would be beautiful, because I, I had a star player I had, mind. I had a feeling that you would become plus strength as soon as you declared the blitz, basically. Yeah. It would be so good. As unique, don't you? So I had a feeling that was the case, but uh, as you are the rules lawyer around here, Alex, you seem to know everything. I Please, I'm a, a rules solicitor, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it would be so nice because then you'd be able to. Oh, be, oh this is such a nice combination. Alex, Alex, testing the rules. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it already said no. I, one day, one day, 
But uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice, but unfortunately not. Unless uh, unless anybody wants to correct me, but I'm 100% certain I'm correct. So yeah, I don't I, even try. I, I, that sounds right, because I think I might have had a look at it before, but just forgotten. Um, a Goblin with Horns and Dauntless would be such a nice piece. Well, you say that, but most... Because if you do Dauntless last... I mean, yeah, sure, you can have a Goblin blitzing a Chaos Warrior and it wouldn't care, in a way, but uh, it's still not going to be useful against that many players. Now, when, we get on to, when we get on to Dauntless, we, when we get on to Dauntless, I shall tell you how useful it is, because it's actually a bloody useful skill. Oh, I, I, I don't doubt it. That's later it's on. It's runners enough times to know that, but yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty good. Episode. Shall we talk about Juggernaut? Am I okay to move on to Juggernaut? Nah. The old jugs. Oh, you're talking about... <laughs> oh, sorry, Dave. What, what else would you like to talk about? Uh, carry on. No, no, no please. I'm more happy to stay on horse. <laughs> <laughs> I like to slightly be difficult. There we know. <laughs> I've got a, a Skaven on my Chaos Pack team, and he rod a double straight away. And I took Juggernaut, and I'm regretting it now. But yeah, that's, that's, that's because I'm a Skaven. It's a really stupid skill to have. No, but here's the plan. Skaven on a Chaos Pack team, you rolled his first double skill, <laughs> and you picked Juggernaut. Yes. There is a, there's, there's, reason, there's a reason behind this, okay? Were, were, were you temporarily seized by insanity? Is that the reason? The by Cinderblock. Look, this is the reason. I thought... He's my fastest piece, and he's going to be my ball hunter. So I thought what I want to give him is I want to give him horns and strip ball and then juggernaut, or if I can. Because that way, if I hit anybody who's got a ball, I'm going to be getting it off. I'm going to be getting the ball off him. So at the moment, he's just got his second skill. So he's got juggernaut and he's got strip ball, and his next skill is going to be, skill is going to be horns. And I thought it, quite, it might be quite nice. Because it means even if some, I'm blitzing someone who's got blodge, and I, oh, I'm still going to get the ball off of him. More than so than I would if I rod block, and I thought I could take mighty blow or claw or something. Oh, sorry, mighty blow. But then I've that's, got enough strength anyway. That that's part of the problem. I think is that I I've had those crazy ideas where I've I've rolled a double as the first skill on a player, and I think okay, I could start building him in this way because I might not get this double again. But the problem with that is that you're then giving up 30k of TV on a fairly useless skill for most of his lifespan. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're effectively saying this skill's great. Assuming my next skill is this. Yeah, it's taking about six more games meantime, to get. In the meantime, your team is going to be at a disadvantage because you're not going to be using that skill you've paid 30k for. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I didn't use it for a long time. But now that I've got Juggernaut and Stripple, I want to make sure I use it a lot more. Because I think it's got the potential to be quite nice. Potential. It's always the potential, isn't it? Potential, potential. And then he dies because he's a Skaven and he can just get sneezed on and be killed. Yeah, I really hope that doesn't happen. He nearly got killed straight away, and I was really disappointed because <laughs> I thought I was getting him juggling off like four t- flipping games in a row now. You, I think I, I, had a, I had a Chaos Packed Ogre with Agility 3, and I, I was really excited, and someone got him in minus strength. Straight after <laughs> I thought, that's so, so typical. Because <laughs> that would have been beautiful. Because, uh, yeah, then it would have been two heads all day long. Two heads, extra arms, making the ball carrier. Elf Ogre. But, um... So anyway, Juggernaut, as we all know, on a, it's another blitzing skill only, so um, it obviously goes very nicely with horns. It means you can ignore any both downs, you treat them as pushes instead. It also means that you don't have to pay attention to stand firm, fend and wrestle, which is quite nice too. So you can, I mean, those, I said to forget about that, that side of it, but um, but because that's not the reason I take it. But it's a nice thing to remember occasionally. It's quite nice to push that flipping annoying stand firm guy or that tree man. <laughs> Yeah, just to give him a nice shove and remind him who's boss. That's quite nice. And obviously it's, it goes very well with things like strip ball. 
because the more opportunities, you, the more pushes you can get. <laughs> or the, well, you know what I mean? A, a block would be, um, if you've got block, then strip ball is useless if they've got block as well. But if you've got juggernaut, then suddenly it's not, which is nice. I mean, I can't think of too many situations in which you would fully capitalise on using juggernaut in conjunction with strip ball. Um, no, 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 ball carrier? Blitzing, yeah. sorry? When you're blitzing the ball carrier. Dunna. Or what? I mean, player-wise. Oh, how about yeah. a Skaven Renegade on a Chaos Back team? No! <laughs> no. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I'm telling like you. My first initial idea there was, okay, well, what if you were to do just, why not give a war dancer frenzy and juggernaut, but then I remembered, well, that's not a very good pair of skills for him, but, you know. No. Okay, so just quickly, as an aside, what would you give your your Skaven Renegade if he rolled a double on his first roll? Uh, what can he take as doubles is the first question, because I'm not massively Passing familiar. and agility. Uh, oh, the dodge. Dodge, yeah. Oh, strength. All day long, yeah. Or chop up, so it rests on. Next question. <laughs> also strength. Oh, well. Strength, yeah, but... Dodge. Well, when you get a double in your first risk goal for Gabe and Renegade, you can do what you like. Well, and I'll take dodge, and I will love it. <laughs> so, well... Shut up. So, um... <laughs> so, 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 Juggernaut, it, it, is, it is good on some players, but not others. It's nice on frenzy big guys. It's, it's big guys. Any big guy is pretty good on, to be perfectly fair, because you can guarantee that quite often you're going to be throwing a blitz with any big guy. It's going to be an important blitz, and he's going to roll both downs. Yeah, definitely. It's the, one of the rules of Blood Bowl. You have a big guy who's got loner, he's going to roll both downs. Yeah, if you've got uh, yeah, if you, if you've got frenzy as well, it basically gives you another chance. Um, I think, in particular, it works really well on minosaurs because they've got both horns and frenzy, which yeah. just go really, really well with juggernaut. Like what was basically made with minotaurs in mind, wasn't it? Pretty, really? pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And there's not many other situations where you take it. You wouldn't ever probably, but you'd never take it on something like a. Um, like a black orc or a or a saurus or something, would you? Because there's always better things to take. But on a big guy, you've only got strength. It's quite a nice thing to have. Well, it's, it's because you might as well just take block on anything that can take block. It's because big guys can't take it most of the time that you would have juggernaut. Yeah, so and it's completely waste of skill on anything that can take a general access. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Except a scaven renegade. Except a scaven renegade, but you're mental, so you know. Try <laughs> me in a biscuit. Is that coming through? Yeah. I was just yeah. handing a biscuit and I couldn't resist from all the like one second. And I thought <laughs> I should really not have a biscuit while I'm recording, but I can't help it. That's fine. I'm drinking cider. Is that coming through? No. When you start slurring and agreeing with me, then we'll know it's coming through. So um, it's going to take more than a can and a half cider for me to agree with you, Alex. The taking juggernaut and renegade is a good idea. Well, okay. So what skills work really well, juggernaut? We talked about horns and frenzy. And, and so you don't think strip ball works with juggernaut? You, you genuinely think it's a bad idea? Um, no, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just don't know when you'd ever take it. I think there's. I think there are better ideas. Um, I'd say if yeah. you, if you're just say going around the big idea, stand firm might work because you can use him as a nice little um uh, what do you call it like um crowd surfer. Yeah, mm. yeah. You don't have to worry about getting crowd surfed yourself then. Yeah. Well, Honestly, think that in terms of like a Minotaur or a Rat Ogre taking Juggernaut, the three skills that you might want to do if you if you want to take Juggernaut, 
you want to take Juggernaut, you want to take Stand Firm, you want to take Guard, because Stand Firm would then synergize with both Guard and Juggernaut. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. Combined well with two. That's a good point, yeah. It's just a, a thing there where instead of having two skills that work really well together, you've got three skills, but that one skill in the middle that works with both. So take Juggernaut on big guys? Take Juggernaut on big guys, basically, yeah. Um, if, you, if you're finding that you're not rolling any doubles, I know some people would say, I'll oh, retire him if he hasn't rolled a double after his like second or third skill. Boo to that. But I would say, yeah, boo to that, maybe. Uh, I would go most... I mean, because I'm boring, I would go guard and stand firm as my two first big guy skills. In most big guys, there are some um, exceptions. Uh, yeah. Probably exceptions that we've discussed on this podcast, yeah. forgotten about, but my, my, my go-to first three skills would be guard, stand firm, jump. Yeah, I think, that's, I, I think that's pretty much spot on. Like you say, probably Rat Ogres and Minotaurs, the only ones where you might consider Juggernaut before, say, Stand Firm, or before yeah. Guard. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Because you need to have the movement to make the Blitz worthwhile. It's basically Blitzy big guys, isn't it? There are big guys who you don't necessarily Blitz with as often. No, but I mean, Minotaurs um, and Rat Ogres, you are probably going to be Blitzing a fair amount. Absolutely. And, and even the big guys that you don't Blitz with that are there as roadblocks, the uh, Guard and Stand Fern then works as well just with them. So... It, I would, in my opinion, which isn't always right, I'll admit. <laughs> people are gonna, yeah. <laughs> in fact, it's not often right, but you know, um, it's. I think those three skills are just a good go-to standard setup, for big guys. So that's just. Yeah, I, th- I think that's probably. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good call. Um, Merrick Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the little. Uh, the very big guy hat trick. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the, the other, you know, break, break tackle's always quite popular on some big guys, it work, but it doesn't work as, as well on, on others, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I, I found with big guys, because of the unpredictability of them, uh, break tackle, most of the time, you're going to want to use it while blitzing. Yeah. Um, and then if you roll, it's, it, you've got to avoid rolling a one twice in a row, basically. And I, th- I think as well, um, to be honest, if you're big guys in the tackle zone, you're just going to hit what, whatever is next to you yeah, anyway. Obviously, yeah, so there's that. Obviously, you've got sometimes break tackle for cage breaking or because he's the only player that you can feet and dodge out and get to the ball carrier. Yeah, sure, sure. Thinks he's safe because the ogre's tied up. But again, it's, it's that sort of thing where it's essentially if you roll two dice... Um, and you've got to hope that one of them's not a one because your re-roll is going to be on a four plus. It's just a bit sort of uh, a bit too risky in my eyes. Bloody big guys, eh? Who needs them? Play elves. Don't. Well, yeah. Um, don't. I was going to say don't play elves. I've played elves before, but don't play elves just because you're scared of big guys. Big <laughs> guys can be really good. Do I um, do I play elves because I'm scared of big guys, or do I scared of big guys because I play elves? No, you play yeah. elves because you're trash, mate. Oh, yeah. You've already had this discussion. Because <laughs> you're a beardy power gamer. That too. I don't even have a beard. I can't even get one. I've tried. No See, one you're the worst kind of beardy power gamer. The one that can't grow a beard. Oh, well. I'll just have to pen one on with a Sharpie. I know glass houses and all that coming from me, but you know. <laughs> you make a better attempt than I do. Well, mine's so, gone, basically. No, that's, just, that's it. It's all over. Shall <laughs> <laughs> Shall your, we bring your, your, beard, your beardy days are behind you. Uh, 
uh, I think so. Might you mean my neckbeard days? <laughs> yes. Shall we talk about skills? Again, we've talked oh, about juggernaut. We have one more to go. Oh God, we got more. We got a third one. We do, and I'm, I realise we're we've been going for longer than I, as, as always. I always think this would be a quick episode, and then an hour and a bit in, I'm like, we've still got loads left. <laughs> so, piling on. What? You think what? Tomorrow, we don't have to finish too early. That's true. Yeah, However, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Not even though it's too much. I'm like. Yeah, struggling. <laughs> That's fine, no worries. So you, you, from what I've noticed, you don't speak too much in the podcast anyway. So. Well, I know, but even less so this week. <laughs> Dave is like, he's the silent uh, guy in the corner who just pipes up when it's something relevant. He's like the, the wise bearded man in the corner. And he'll lean forward every now and then and say something that'll make us all go, oh yeah. And then he'll recede back into the shadows. And then go, Dave. Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the last skill is piling on. Obviously, piling on works well with chaos, so they don't have it to begin with. But it fulfills that that holy criteria of the holy triage, or whatever you know. It's claw piling on my blow. It lets you re-roll the armor or injury roll, and you can stick any modifiers you had on that on this as well. So you get claw, you get mighty blow, and um, and it's it's potentially a really really good skill, except it also also potentially a really really not good skill, because the bad side is you end up on the floor, um, and if you've got a big powerful chaos warrior, then you might get fouled. However, of course, it potentially doubles your opportunity for getting a uh, an injury once you break through armor because you get that reroll, you get the extra chance, and that's incredibly powerful. Some players start with it already. In fact, I think only a couple do. Norse blitzers. Norse no, blitzers start, start with piling. Sorry, on. they start with jump up, don't they? Does anyone start with piling on? I don't think anyone starts. Is there a star player that has piling on? I, I, guess I, don't, I don't think there's any normal player on any team who starts with yeah. it. No normal player starts with piling on, but uh, is yeah. there a star player that starts with piling I think on? I think there's a couple of star players who do, isn't there? I will I find out for you. Is. Is I'm, look, I'm looking that up right now. No, it might be no. no, not at all. No, no, no. no. Well, how uh, weird. There's another gap. I'll create another star player who'll be called Piling on McGee. And he'll piling have. Uh, yeah, piling, piling on Pete's much better, yes. All about Peter Piles. Now, is Piling on Pete a name or an instruction? Both, both. <laughs> and it'll be a, it'll be a halfling with mighty blow and piling on. That's what he'll be, and frenzy and tackle. Maybe for next year's go. And juggernaut. <laughs> anyway, um, and shadowing. Yeah. And shadowing, but he'll only be movement three. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, piling on. It's um, it obviously works well with big guys. The more strength, not big guys, as in big guys, big guys, but it works well with strong guys who have mighty blow because if, you, if you're fighting a squishy horrible disgusting elf it's it's very nice for taking them off the pitch and then it's kind of it's not really it's not an unwritten rule i see this a lot more than than um than i don't but i see people using it to re-roll the injury but not re-roll the armor quite often because they think oh, i've not got through the armor it's not worth the potential yeah, that's the thing is uh, don't use it if you haven't broken through the armor because there's just as much of a chance then that you're not going to break through the armor again, and then he'll just stand up and walk away. That's the thing. You're relinquishing your tackle zone, aren't you? So basically, yeah. Get up and you have ever used piling on if you've already broken armor, because then even if you go to the floor and you don't get him off the pitch, he's still going to be staying on the floor next turn. The only exception I would say would be on something like a war dancer, in which case you want to use every oh, yeah, opportunity if you, you can. If you want to pile on a war dancer, then you didn't break armor on that time, and that's perfectly fine, I'd say. Mm-hmm. 
But it's more right. like fouling in terms of if you have a chance to kill a war dancer, try and kill the war dancer. It's like breaking the unwritten rule of don't foul with anything more expensive than the actual player. That you, like you would foul with Morganfork to get a war dancer off the pitch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far. Borak, maybe. I'd be like, ooh, dirty yeah, player. You know, I don't rate Morganfork, so you know. What do I, what do I know? Yeah, but if you spent 430k on him, you bloody wouldn't foul with him, would you? If I spent 430k on Morganfork, then clearly I've run out of things to spend it on. Uh, and you're going to lose anyway. So, yeah, planning on... Planning on... Well, it's obviously, it's nice if you've got... I would say it's it's probably best to take it... It seems. After you've got Mighty Blow. You wouldn't take it before Mighty Blow, because otherwise you're probably better off with Mighty Blow. Yeah. Definitely so gonna... Mighty Blow before you take Piling On. I have seen... Um, so, I've, an ogre team! I was going to say, I've, I've played Piling On Ogres. That was on... Bubba one, and um, it, it, I don't know if I was just lucky, but it didn't seem to work as well as I think my opponent wanted it to work. Yeah, I, I can I can see why that might be the case. Yeah. Yeah, but it was quite scary. Whenever he picks up the dice and rolls the injury, knowing that he can re-roll it, it's quite an intimidating prospect. Yeah, the I trick mean, is know when to use it, not just use it willy-nilly every time you knock him over. Yeah, yeah, you, you just have, use it you have to time, basically. If you just use it willy-nilly, you're going to find yourself being outmaneuvered as well, more than anything else. Yeah. It's going to be like caps. I really hope, I don't know if we have many international listeners, but I love the idea of having American listeners like the chaps in the other podcasts. Oh, hello, by the way, to other podcasts. I was both down who said that we don't ever mention them. I'm mentioning you now. Hello, both down. But listening to us using phrases like willy-nilly and wonder if they wonder if they, what they mean. Because willy-nilly is a very British thing to say, isn't it? Is it? Then again, I've not really gone abroad that much, so I wouldn't know. You wouldn't see Obama going, we need to stop these terrorist attacks from willy-nilly getting everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not a phrase. Shut up. Twice now you've corrected me. <laughs> I will not stand for this. That's not up a correct this, I will not term. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, moving on. So piling on. <laughs> it's good for things like Chaos Warriors. You've got Mighty Blow and Claw, obviously. It's nice for things, maybe like a third or fourth skill for a Saurus or something like that, if you want to make him a killer. It's good for killer pieces, because you get the extra opportunity to kill people. I played well, a game with it once. Killer pieces, you would never take it on anything but a killer piece. Quite right. You wouldn't take him on a. I've seen. Oh, mind you, I was going to say I wouldn't take him on an elf team, but I've seen people with like elf blitzes, dark elf blitzes, especially, and that if they get a double or two, they'll take mighty blow. Then they might take piling on. And um, I always thought that was a bit of a, a mad thing to do because I thought it's, it's got to be their skills to take. Really, but I mean, but I suppose if if you've got a team with say, four blitzers, like Dark Elves do, and you have one which has got Mighty Blow, and you get another double, and you start thinking, okay, well, I don't have much killing potential. They can get take, take what they can get, really. Yeah, I suppose. And take guard. That's what you do. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, it synergizes very nicely with jump up, because once you're on the floor, you need to get up again. Oh, jump yeah. up means you can get up. Zerkers and piling on as a skill is just wonderful to have. You can take it on. Um, I'm not even going to say it. I was, you know, what, I'm not going to say what I was going to say because I know I'll get I'll get fun made out of me. But there's right, a certain so other piece that starts with a jump up skill, which you could never take it on take... which else. Never take it on which else. That's not who I was talking about. I was not talking about which else. I was talking right. about a certain green blitzer because they start with jump up and they have strength access. So of course, piling on is a natural thing. But I'm not going to say it because I always get <laughs> critiqued. I'd flip in Pedder if you're listening to this. Have you noticed how I haven't said any of the skills that you tell me off for saying all the time yet? I've been keeping it firmly under my hat, because you always tell me off, and I'm not mentioning it this week, because of you. So, thanks. 
Yeah, so but there's I a particular skill, it's a player which you could take it on, who has it on normal skill access, who starts with jump up, and that's maybe another option. So there. Might be stupid, but maybe um. What does it? What player does he talk about every episode? Oh, Slam Blitz! <laughs> I didn't say it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't say it. Just thing so. I'm so unfamiliar with Slam this that I just didn't know. I keep forgetting yeah, Slam's routine, basically. Yeah. Well, you, you didn't. You didn't say it, Alex. You just very heavily hinted until someone else had to say it. <laughs> well, I didn't say it. I could have been talking about witch elves. Except I said I specifically. So wasn't. now that I know. Alex, you're stupid. Don't take that skill on the slime blitzer. No. <laughs> I'm to take on that. No, I'm not saying. All right, moving on. I'm not getting into this discussion again. I might just make an episode called "I Talk About." I'm not. I'm not saying it. I'm specifically not saying it. I'll make an episode specifically about it. Just be talking for hours about it, and then I can just say I refer you to the episode, and then I never have to talk about it again. <coughs> so, um, anything else? I mean, what other skills work well with it? We've already talked about chloramide blow. What else works at piling on? What else works at piling on? Oh, yeah, that was just bashing stuff. Yeah, I, I don't think there's an awful lot. There are I skills mean, you wouldn't take it with. You wouldn't take it with a piece with guard, because that would be a stupid idea. Yeah. Well, or wrestle. Pretty much, if you have Mighty Blow and and Slash or Jump Up, because I, I still reckon if you don't have Mighty Blow, you might want to take it on a guy with Jump Up, possibly. Just because it, you can get straight up a cup again. Yeah. It's nice. Even, fact, without, yeah. even without the plus one, if you know that you can get straight back up again, it's not too much of an issue. Um, Those chaos see. kill teams I see, you see on things like the black box and on the bubble two big leagues tend to have at least jump up. If they get double, that's the one they take, basically, because it just works so well with the claw palm thing. But um, that's piling that's, on is piling on is good for bashing, but. I, I, take it first. I wouldn't call it a great skill, personally. Don't give it to big guys. It sounds great, but it's really not. Well, I'd say maybe give it... I don't know. You say that. I wouldn't mind giving it to, say, a human ogre, possibly, just for a bit of killingness. Yeah, that, that, that would work, I think, yeah. I gave it to a death roll once. Ever, ever give it to a tree man. You may think Tree Man's got mighty blur. Ooh, let's give him piling on. Never. I mean, that's just common sense. People are going to be like, "Oh, that's like that's like telling a five-year-old not to eat crayons." But you know, what if he's got jump up? Oh, here we go. I knew he tried just Alex, you can't see it right now, but I've got middle finger pointed at the screen so hard right now. Move on. Stop roaming every time. Talk about Tree Man. Fine. I thought, well, actually, if, if I can say take agility on tree men every time, you can come up with that, that's fine. Yeah, actually. I would argue that's a better skill to take than a bloody plus agility. A plus agility is amazing. Not tree men. But it's funny. <laughs> Don't take on agility one pieces unless you're a fool or you're playing with a Saurus ball carrier. Dodging on a four plus tree man. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, sure. Passing on a four plus tree man. Ah. I think, anyway. I think we all stunned into silence by that. Thankfully, if, if nobody was piling blow. If can keep on getting away with shadowing and slam blitzes every week, I can keep trying to promote the agility to tree man. You can do what you like. I, I, think, I think that's a fair point, right? You, you're trying to change the meta game, which is fine. I'm trying to throw in a different idea of how to play halflings, and that is, the tree man does everything. <laughs> I pick up with a tree man. By my calculations, it'll take me 14 turns to score. <laughs> um, no, no, Alex. Alex, no, no, he can pass to the other tree man. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you, you, what you're forgetting is the potential for two Agility 2 treatment. Oh, and you've, oh, obviously oh, taken, oh, you've definitely oh, taken Shield Beat and Spring, right? You've oh, definitely no, taken them, yeah? Even better, one tree man on the backfield with Hail Mary Pass. Now that actually... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> anyway. It's a shame we've already had the Halfling episode, because I would be just throwing out all sorts. It would be amazing. <laughs> since, cause since I've actually started playing Halfling since then. We'll go back again. Halfling is revisited. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Shall we, shall we move swiftly on? Because you have a few I think that's a good idea. I think we might be done with skills. Because so we generally, be a dry so up. Generally speaking, so, so, someone drop the mic. I'm going to drop Mike, hold on, let's kick him out. Now, so, uh, <laughs> generally speaking then, so Chaos, they have a lot of potential, and once they get developed, they really get some, they really get quite powerful. The problem is, with some other teams that are similar, they take a long time to get going. They have a lot of good, well, they have some good players, lots of good skill access, but no skills. So it'll yeah. take a while before you can actually get the basics. Yeah, I think that's pretty much spot on, yeah. yeah. Once you get there then actually by the time you got there, every other team has got the basics plus some more stuff, so you'll always be a bit behind. But you get to kill them, so hooray! It's just the thing, is that even once you've got your massive killy claw bomb team, all it really is is just frustrating to play against, because you're still, most of the time, going to be able to outrun them, uh, outpass them, that sort of thing. You're still going to have more scoring potential than them. Yeah, Which absolutely. Is quite often, you, you don't see many claw bomb teams in, in teams like Chaos and that. Which have a winning record. Yes, they're very good at killing, but not winning. And players are only temporary, but wins are forever, of course. All players are expendable. I don't care if you kill off my team as long as I win. That's the, that's the elf way. But is it that's the elf way? Well, they, don't, they don't care if they win as long as they kill your team. Yeah. So everyone wins. It's all the elf way, it's all the chaos way. And that is kill all men's. Not just men's. Could be goblins. Could be no. halflings. Anyway, moving swiftly, we keep talking about, we, we have summed up chaos, we've run it to the ground for the last hour and a half. <laughs> so, let's, 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 let's move on. So very briefly then, should we talk quickly about the NFC? What we uh, know, the results? Yeah, give some shout outs to the winners. So, I've got the results here. Very well done to Pete W, the grand winner. Congratulations. His Dark Elves. Well done. Uh, and what have we got here? <laughs> Runner up is Ploppy. Ploppy McPloppy. Nice. With his Norse, of course. Of course. Um, so, congratulations to you guys as well. There's quite a lot of awards. Um, congratulations to J Bone for, for Best Painted. We've, I've been following the Dwarf team on Twitter with, with eager eyes, and they're absolutely beautiful. They totally deserved to get the Best Painted. So, well done for that. Um, so all seen... the discussion before we started, uh, we won't bother mentioning J-Bone just for a bit of joke. <laughs> you couldn't wait to mention him. You mentioned <laughs> best painted before league champion, before subtly cut, before most <gasps> touchdowns. So essentially a side had to get J-Bone in there before. <laughs> you couldn't wait. He's the only one I know. The other ones probably don't even listen to the podcast. So what? You still give them the credit uh, well, to do, not just who you know. Still going. You, it goes, surely it goes. Winner, runner-up, league champion, stunty cup, most cas, most TD, then you go for the stuff like the painted competitions. What's league champion? League champion is because... Um, they they the, pick a final, the yeah. top two, in, after the fifth game, they pick the top two to play the, a final game. So 
the, the winner will come, definitely come, of the whole thing will come out of that match. And so the league champions of everyone who's left who come first. Yeah. So the two guys in the final would have only have played five games essentially of the actual tournament. Oh, I get you. And then the final. So out of the, everyone who played six games, you have a league champion. Oh. This time is K. I can't pronounce his name. K. Folk. Yes, that's the one. Congratulations to K. Folk for winning in a different way. And a different country, because he's. Isn't he Norwegian or something like that? Some I have no idea. Poss- some form of Scandinavian. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Danish, maybe Norwegian. Who knows? He probably does. But, you know. We, we do not. <laughs> we don't. We, we didn't have much time to research this. We've literally just decided to do these shout-outs about five minutes before the podcast started. Yes. Yeah. Well done to Elvish Girl for, I'm guessing it's under-16s? Elvish Girl. Elvish Girl. That's what it says here. Best, best yeah. under-16 player. Yes. Congratulations to you. Uh, we've got here. I've not seen the best duel, but that's quite a fun thing. If you look at the old duels, they're great. Um, so Peter D and Neil, I don't know, Neil P. Third, is that the best duel? <laughs> I'm reading what it says. Um, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Neil P. Third. Neil Pefford. Neil Pefford. Neil Pefford. Well, I don't know what Someone you mean. Someone else read it. Dutch. Yeah, well, Neil Pefford. Third? I don't know. I don't know either. Who, whose idea was this, anyway? We sound like fools. We don't know the names, we don't know where they're from. Oh, we, we don't know what they look like. Charlie Banks for Stunty Cat. What team did he have? I'll look here, hold on. Yeah, that, was the, that was the famous Avenged Ogres. Oh! oh so, fair play winning the Stunty Cup with Ogres. That's a hard thing to do. I should know. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I couldn't help it. No, but it is, it is bloody hard to do. So, fair play to you. And your Avenged Ogres look friggin' awesome. Hatcher Blanca for most cash. How many did he get? Hatcher Blanca got 24 cash with dwarves. So, okay. Well done for you. And lastly, Punker for most TDs. And Punker was taking a... I'll tell you what team he's taking. He was taking a Skaven team with 20 touchdowns. So bloody hell. Oh, nice. That's six games. That is. Where did he finish in the actual final table then with 20 touchdowns? 13th, I think. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, you've got to be pr- finishing pretty high to get twenty touchdowns. Although, to be fair, uh, Tritex got twenty yes. as well in seventeenth, which is that, that's two very high scores so, in six I'm games. Going to go ahead and guess because um, Punker only conceded seven to Tritex's ten. Yeah, it would have gone on that. Yeah, I'm going to shout out to Omelette as well for taking the spoon because it's it's. I think it's at the place of honour. The spoon. I think taking the spoon is a great thing. You got on zero points yeah. forty-three is, is it's impressive. Poor Scott, it, it, poor Scott no, didn't no, score a no, single no touchdown. touchdowns. No touchdowns, yeah. But fair play for you. It takes balls to turn up and carry on doing it anyway, regardless. Well, I feel sorry. So would that be an odd, odd count? One hundred and forty-three. How would that work? Um, I'm guessing that there must stand in at some point. I don't know. You'd have to ask whoever was there. Well, my assumption is that one of the referees played but was not eligible to be in the table. Yeah. Well, probably fair enough, yeah. So I want to sympathise with Pipey as he was taking halflings and only got one casualty over six games. Oh dear. Oh dear. And also, uh, Necromantic Undead from the disguise getting two casualties in, in six games, so... Doesn't feel good. No. Although, although, Mike, to be, to be completely fair, Pipey, yeah, 
but he only conceded eight casualties over six games, which is fairly impressive. With halflings, yeah. yeah and then, exactly. Oh, um, hang on. And only two touchdowns scored and two touchdowns. I'm wondering if he didn't play all six games. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm actually thinking now, possibly. Uh, possibly, yeah, possibly. Drama. Drama in the NFC. No, that's the thing. We, we, don't, have, we don't know the game's played. We, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't know the facts. Let's not talk about it then. Don't know the truth. We can't handle the truth. We can't handle it. The most exciting thing I've just seen, there's a guy here called Humpty Trump. I didn't realise I share half my nap name with someone else. He's got Trump in the name. Isn't that weird? I was going to say, you know who else has got Trump in their name, but I'm trying to keep it non-political. <laughs> Let's not go there. I know people go, oh, you've named yourself after him, have you? No, definitely not. So, um, yeah, congratulations to all the winners and all the losers and all the middle people for going along and getting involved. I wish I could have been there. I guess we all do. It's, it's the one that people want to make. You can only make one, but, yeah, life gets in the way, so. Oh, never mind. There was no Nurgle, no, no Nurgle, no Nurgle and no Kemri, did you know? Yeah. You'd see that, yeah, on the race. I would have taken Nurgle if I hadn't dropped out two weeks before the tournament. Yeah. I think I would have taken Pro Elf. And there's only one Pro Elf player. Who came 31st? Well done, Stig. Great team. There's a lot of undead. There's like, what, 20 undead people? 23. 23 undead. Oh, it is. Oh, a lot of undead. How many wood elves? 18. Oh, dear me. How many dark elves? <laughs> 11 dark elf, 12 dwarf. Lizard men? Um, six lizard men, I've got Six lizard men, yeah. That's not so bad. Lot of oh, one, one chaos team. Great. Yeah, how, how did you do? Chaos team, uh, UK. I'm just going to start looking at the bottom. On the assumption it's Chaos. <laughs> 104th, everyone. I would. That's, well, that's, that's actually fairly respectable with Chaos, yeah. Yeah, fair play to him. Six touchdowns, so he's got an average one a game. <laughs> so I guess it's good nice, for Chaos. Nice, uh, a nice casualty difference as well. Yeah, yeah. Well done, you. Um, cool. So, uh, that was well done, everyone. Championships. Congrats to everyone who won, and... Uh, Hopefully some of us will make it next year. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So, let's talk about... I'll quickly talk about the Pod Bowl before we go into hobby and then finally blood blusters because I'm, I'm aware that we're <laughs> running closer to the end. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the Pod Bowl, or just Pod Bowl, I haven't decided yet, is uh, is, is <coughs> devised by, um, by Pete from the other podcast that I'm not allowed to mention um, because I get told off. Yes, them. Um... It was uh, a device by him. He just said he's throwing down the gauntlet and he wants to do a great big fight between us all. And um, I got in contact with them guys and we talked about it and we've we've started the the process in motion. And we've got quite a lot of podcasts who said they're interested and they're definitely going to give it a go. Um, we've got us. We've got so anything about one double skulls, Percy's Trollcast, Skulls and Ones, the Zlurp Cast, uh, Nufflecast, Three Die Block, Pitch Invasion, and. Possibly Orca Cola, maybe, but maybe, maybe not. And have I missed anyone out? That's quite a lot already. Both down. Did I say both down? I think you might. Have both done. down. Yeah, both down. So there's some fairly big ones and some fairly small ones. What are we talking then? If, if I'll be estimating, I'm estimating there's going to be about twenty. Tw- if everyone signed up, like twenty something. Ooh, is this going to be legal tournaments then? Basically, what we're going to do is we've already talked about it. We're going to do a league in two divisions. Uh, we're going to have the the ones for the American time zones and ones for the European ones. So um, uh, that should mean we're going to get a play uh, Okay, yeah. we like that. And then there'll be a final at the end. 
Um, hopefully there'll be there'll be even numbers, fingers crossed. But there might be one or two. I'm fairly sure one of the guys on the Zerp was the Lerpcast. He's got an Australian accent. He might actually be from Australia, so I, I feel quite sorry for him because he's Zerp, really. if, might have an, if he has an Australian accent, then that might be a clue. Yeah, whether he lives in the in Australia, I don't know. So unlucky yeah, for that's him. Also fair point, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's the plan. I mean, we're, it'd be nice to have it so anybody could play anybody. But having done big international leagues before, it is a pain in the ass trying to organise lots of games with people who are five, six hours ahead or behind because it's just so awkward. And I found myself spending ten times as long organising games than I did actually playing them. In the post season, we do a sort of all-in knockout tournament where even I'm sure most people could just about manage a single one-off. Yes. Well, I thought about doing a knockout one, but we we talked about that, and I thought the problem is is a a knockout. If if you spend all these weeks and months getting the hype up and getting it organised, to just suddenly be out immediately is a bit of a downer. I wasn't saying make the whole thing a knockout. I just mean like after the season is over, have a knockout so that some people have got a chance to play each other. Yeah, I think that's a good plan because it's not too bad organising three awkward games. It's much better than organising twenty or whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. So the um, for any other podcasters who are listening, uh, the Kickoff date is going to be May the 16th, so if you can try and sign up at least by the very latest, I guess, May the 15th, that'll be awesome, and we'll uh, kick it off. It's going to be quite large turnaround, so it's going to be a three-week turn, which is quite big, intentionally so, so people have plenty of time to, if they only do episodes every now and then, they have plenty of time to talk about their, their game, or if they've had two games since then, or whatever, or if they're having trouble organising their game, it gives them plenty of time, and it means it'll go on for quite a while, which is nice, so it's not just over really quick, because I don't think this is going to be something we get to do very frequently because it's obviously taken quite a bit of organisation so we want to make the most of it while we can mm. so yeah, keep your good not to see any rounds missed basically so it just gives everyone a chance to get stuff up together because I know I know that I don't have as much time to fumble anymore yes so quite handy but you should be able to get in one game every three weeks oh yeah easily yeah so um, keep your eyes and ears peeled <laughs> on the interwebs uh, hashtag podbowl if you want to search twitter because there's, <laughs> there's quite a bit of uh, sorry hung for the word here there was a bit of banter sorry about, <laughs> this, about um, online where we were calling out other podcasts and, and dissing them and everything and that's good fun so check it all out there was a bit of smack talk there was yeah. smack talk I am um, I have to say I'm looking forward to it I have played my first fumble game in 12 years ish so to, to get back into it so thanks for that Alex let's not talk about how that went <laughs> it didn't go well basically it did, turns did out you, did you find Matt with your infamously poor dice that when you're not the one rolling the dice it feels better um marginally yeah I mean to, to be fair I, I rolled fairly poorly as well but just Alex rolled significantly worse I think also the fact that I was turning up with ogres, and not only ogres, it was ogres that had four ogres, one of which was missed next game. So I had three ogres to begin with, was quite hard. <laughs> so I thought it'd be fine. And then, yeah, my team got killed. It was, yeah, ogres against Chaos Dwarves, it's quite hard. <laughs> What's everyone thinking of running for it? Well, I thought about doing something silly, but then I thought, now I want to win. Are we going into win it then? Yes. Actually, I suppose we're meant to if it's going to be smack talk. Um, I've made my team already. I, really I, mean, I, 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 might, I might go Dark Elves, potentially. Okay, if we're going into Win It, that could be... Uh... We should represent all the Elves. Now, I've gone proper power gaming. I've gone for I've gone for um, Pro Elves. Two, ki- two blitzers, three catches, two re-rolls. Stick all the positionals in there. Let's go. Let's do some bullshit. And um, it's, yeah, nice, I'm ready to go. Yeah. 
I've named you guys. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've got the pun names. Um, it, it all came from, I said, what should I call my team? I want to name some of the guys after the members of the podcast. America, you said I should get a thrower and call him Flung Donkeyman. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> so I've got my thrower called Flung Donkeyman. And he's going to be the star of the show. So I'm expecting good puns from you guys, by the way. In fact, all the other podcasts, there will be a uh, an informal award for greatest pun. So just be aware. <laughs> probably won't be partaking because I'm awful at puns, but you know. I'm sure you'll manage. You, you you whip out some great puns every now and then. You just come out with a belter every every couple of every couple of episodes. Yes, but unfortunately, for the amount of time it would take me to make a team's worth, I don't have that long. Well, you got till the fifteenth of May. <laughs> uh, and yeah, anybody who's listening who's, who's getting involved, do get in contact because I've got the sign up sheet and make sure you signed up on it so we can all get in contact. Um, oh, me, well, I have. I, I believe I've signed up already, Alex. You have already. I think I have as well. You have not. <laughs> I've got it right in front of me here. You've definitely not. Well, uh, shit. <laughs> so yeah, that should be a good laugh. So keep your ears peeled. I guess in a couple of episodes it will all kicked off. Um. So 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 quickly then, should we talk about hobbies? Uh, I'll go first. I work into nothing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Same here. Oh. Matt. I have. Painted nearly sort of a bit. Uh, I have painted two werewolves slash orphan wares, uh, and also noble black wars. Hey, how long is it taking you to finish that model now? Um, longer, long, longer than I care to remember, but <laughs> let a long time. Yeah. Well, fair play to you. Congratulations. But they are they are nearly probably done mostly. They're, they're at the point where. There's no there's no undercoat visible on them anymore, and for me that means pretty much done. There's going to be no highlighting, so I can't do that. The end. I've never been able to. So it'll be finish them off, chuck a bit of army paint on there, done. Beautiful. Just, just dry brush them a little bit if you can't highlight, mate. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, I could do. Yeah. You highlight, then you wash them, and then then uh, you got a model. <laughs> I've been doing a fair old bit. I've just um I've just finished my my sideline figures for my lizard man team I finished my wizard today oh no I, oh, I saw I saw that on uh, Instagram Alex yeah. yeah not bad actually yeah I'm, yeah, I'm happy with how the way it came out um, and I've done I've got a, I bought a uh, someone had converted a cheerleader and a referee lizard men as well they're, I mean they're not like perfect but they're a bit of fun and they're like 90p or something on eBay so I bought them so I've actually got a little sideline I just need an apothecary and a coach and I'm sorted and nice. um, I've been making slow progress because I've got some uh, I've got some models I'm paying up for uh, flipping what's the one for the barbarian the thread. thread that's it thread bolt oh, right, okay. and there's an auction there so I'm paying up one of the chefs on that and I've gonna I'm, I've decided I want to build a new team so I'm, my plan is to build a vampire team but to make it a bit more different instead of having vampires they're going to be angels ooh angels so it's going to have a bunch of angels exactly Angels and like monks or something. And Realize that, uh, the time you play with them, I'm gonna be stood behind you singing Robbie Williams, eh? That's just like a normal combat statement. Yeah. Every time you start serenading your opponent, it's <laughs> <laughs> to put them off. That's why he does it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna have my angels, I, and um, I'm gonna pinch them off you, aren't I, Dave? You've got some ones. Yeah. Where are they from? Where are they from again? Ribbon Beast. Griffin Beast, yeah. They're like angry monks and they've got sticks and stuff and I'm going to trim the sticks off. You made them into Necromunda gang people, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, because they're like holding knives and that so I clipped that off and put like um, 
laser guns and stuff. Yeah. What are they? <laughs> Pistols. So that's the plan. Um, I'm also I'm gonna I'm gonna need to once I pick up this team for Steve, I'm gonna paint his dark elf team for him. It's quite funny because we're talking about um, like different schemes and stuff we want, and he was like, "Oh, what about this scheme? This is quite good." And I was like, "Let's have a look at it." And I was like, "Oh, well, hold on, this is near metallic metal, which is one of the most difficult things you can paint because it involves massive amounts of skill and freehand." Uh, I'll give it a go. I'm really worried he's gonna be disappointed with it. I might try <laughs> to do something else. That's when you paint. You don't paint metal with metal colours. You paint it with. You paint it as if you're doing a painting, and you have to draw in all the light and reflections and stuff yourself. And it's really, really hard. And I've never ever done it. But you know, I'll give it a go. Uh, but um, yeah, and that's it. Warhammer Quest is still going on. It is, yeah. That's been a good laugh. Hollow Pockets is no longer hollow. He's got stuff in his pockets. He's got some money. He's actually managed to accrue some cash. Yeah, we had a session that went really badly and a session that went really well, didn't we? We had to fudge our own dice rolls. That, that, uh, and, and even then, we didn't manage to complete the adventure of waking up the warrior sleeping under the mountain. Yeah, we, we turned up. and lied about it. <laughs> yeah. We turned up, went into about three rooms, got overwhelmed, got even more overwhelmed, nearly died, fudged our dice rolls, and then escaped barely with our lives and dignity. It was really awesome. It's good, yeah. And that's all I'm a quest. Um, yeah, I think that's all my hobby stuff. It sounds like a lot, but it doesn't feel like a lot. I did most of that today, in like two hours, because you know, I had a lot of things to finish off, basically. Um, so yeah, that's all. Oh wait, no it's not. There's still one section of the of the episode we haven't done yet. Guess what it is? It's only Bloodbusters! Blood I was so excited. It's it's a very important one, yeah. It is. It's hugely important. It's going to be incredible. Nothing like nothing we've ever heard before. I feel scared. You should. <laughs> Mind you, I'm going to pass over the mic to our very own Nightwing. Yeah, I don't have a say in this. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you weren't complaining last night. Oh snap! <laughs> oh dear. God. Ouch. Yeah, so, I have been going back to the glory days of 3rd edition Blood Bowl. Oh dear. And that is what we're doing the quiz on this week. Oh. So, everyone cast your mind back to 20 years ago, when you were not playing... <laughs> yeah, I was barely born. <laughs> I was 16, I left school. All there right. you go, Dave, you should do so well. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. so we have... Uh, a number of questions based on the Blood Bowl 3rd Edition rulebook and the Death Zone rulebook. So it, it's fine. I'm sure it's knowledge that you've picked up by osmosis and talking to older players and stuff. I have a question. What's yeah. Death Bowl? Death Zone. Oh. Death, what's Death Zone? <sighs> Dearie me. Dearie me. Yeah, no, no, no clues. No, Death Zone was the uh, the first expansion for Blood Bowl 3rd Edition, which basically meant it had all the rules for playing leagues. Oh, okay. Yeah, the original Blood Bowl box was just, effectively, here's how to play one-off games, and then Death Zone was, ooh, or you could play leagues, here's all the rules for that. Yeah, so it had all the dirty trick cards and stuff, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it had all the special play, uh, introduced six new teams, and some new star players. How far we've come. Indeed. Okay. Right. Okay, so the first part of the quiz is based on the Blood Bowl 3rd Edition boxed metal teams. 
Okay. Um, I see. So each each of those teams have names on the box, and I want to know basically. So have you all got your buzzers ready or equivalent? Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Uh, <laughs> Alex. Hold on, I need to go get mine. One sec. Oh my god. Let's see if this is audible. Oh wait. Yeah, heard that. Excellent. Nothing like a bit of hammer time. You can't go wrong with that, it's classic. We're also quite topical to the 1994... That's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Early 90s, let's go with if MC Hammer's my buzzer. Oh, I, I, I have got a buzzer, actually. Rather than be dead. Hang on. Ooh. Hello, I'm back. Is Dave going to squeeze a cow or something? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of squeezing, I've got my buzzer. Ready? Oh, right. no. I've got my accordion out. I could not hear that at all. Yeah, could could you? Nope. I heard that, yeah, a little bit better. It's very quiet, though. It is a bit quiet. Is it? Uh. Hold on. I don't know. The accordion. (laughs) Why do you have an accordion? Why don't you have an accordion? That's a fine, fine retort. (laughs) (laughs) I got a. Baker today. Yeah, no, that's right, I can hear that, yeah. Cool, that'll do. Okay, so... I'm significantly louder than those two, because if it is... Mm. It's fine, I'll play very loudly. That, that, that's okay, fine, Mike. That gives, you, that gives you a significant advantage, so I have a better chance of hearing you. Start singing a sea, sea shanty as well. Oh, I can if you like. <laughs> oh, no, I won't. Well, let's, let, let's not do that. Not yet. Right, so, I'm going to give you uh, six races, and I want to know the name of the box team. Oh, some of these, I think, were in the Cyanide game, so I might know one of them. Yes, exactly. I might so know one of them. Quite, quite a few of the questions it's, it, are things that have been imported to later editions. So, oh, right. okay. so, to start off then, the name of the boxed orc team. <laughs> that was Dave there, I'm afraid. Yeah. Dave? Was that, was that the garage day? Nope. Okay. Uh, Mike, I think you buzzed in there as well. That's my answer. <laughs> oh, Okay, hang on. Oh, I've always got blank. Oh. As, as I was buzzed in, let's see what I can do. So it wasn't the guy who started, it was the... No, I, I don't know. Okay, uh, Alex, you got a guess? Do you hear my buzzer then, by the way? No. no. I, really need to, I think I need a better buzzer. Um, better, sir. The, bl- the bloody tooth. Nope. Oh. The correct answer was the Auckland Raiders. Oh! Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Which you probably all shouldn't. You you probably all knew, but yeah. Again, it's it's a, it's a team name I've heard, but wouldn't have. Uh, is it is it? It's in the picture. I just couldn't read. Mm. It's in all the fluff. Picture the box. So. Right. So the next one is chaos. Alex. Yeah, go on. Is that me? Yeah. yeah. The, the Alex the Alex All Stars the Chaos All Stars. <laughs> the Chaos All Stars is correct. That is a oh, yeah. to you, Alex. Yeah. I've abandoned my buzzer, you may have figured it out already. I would like it pointed out, actually, as well. Alex was researching this. I wasn't. I said I was, but I wasn't. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> I bet he did. Right. He said it's time for revision, and I thought, wow. He's trying to be in it to win it. Yeah, he's, he's definitely in it to win it. Right, so the next one is Undead. Champions <laughs> <Right>? of Death? <laughs> yes, well done. Champions of Death it is. I thought this is my year. I don't know where it is. I don't know what year, my week. 
<laughs> you're weak, well. <laughs> right, so next one is the dwarf team. <sighs> hmm. Uh, the... Yeah, all right. Short bastards. No. Alex. Yeah. The dwarf giants. No. Bollocks. Uh, Dave, you got a guess? No. Uh... You've lost the auto, Dave, you can hear it in his voice. No, it's because I can see the box, and I can see the, all the models there. <laughs> I just you're, you're, Dave, you'll be kicking yourself. It's the grudge bearers. Yeah. yeah. Right, so, so next one is Wood Elf. I know this. Oh, Alex. Really flat meters. Uh, nope. Oh. Alex! <laughs> Alex, yeah? It's something like the Gladiarite Gladiators. No, you're thinking of the High Elf team. Oh. Is that the lawn? Oh, yeah, Dave. Uh, Alex, uh, Alex, Alex, Alex. Okay, Dave, Dave, I'm going to tell you. What, what, what's your answer? Athlon Avenger? Not Avenger. Yes, Athlon Avengers is correct. Ah, oh, well done. What, what would a Greenish Gladiator say? I swear I, I saw that as a team name. Halfling team? Oh, god damn it, that's the Halfling team. Yes, I think that's the Halfling one. Yeah. Uh, right, so there's only one more question for this particular part of it. Ask me the uh, high off one. The Skaven team. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, Mike was in there, Mike. The... No... Oh, no. That's goblins. This, this no down rats is goblins, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. answer? Yeah, Dave, I think you... Is it Skaven Bite Scramblers? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Goblin so, team having rats in their name. <laughs> so at the end of the first round it's Dave with two and Alex and Mike with one it's alright Mike we can do this ok so there are four questions in the next round uh, these are all kind of fluff questions so it might be stabs in the dark <laughs> so, is that a joke? yeah possibly is that, is that like a fluff joke? So sorry I definitely <laughs> missed Fuck it off assassin <laughs> okay. right so the only player to be elected to the Hall of Fame before he retires. Alex! Alex! Uh, I think that would... Dave, was that the sound of your... No, I don't know. Alex! Okay. Oh, in this case, Alex, go. Morgenthorg. Correct! Ah. Oh, yeah. I know that, because they talk about it in, in the Sinai game. Um, Jim and Bob talk about it. That they do. That they do. Right. Amazing! That's what Bob Okay. Does. Which of these three teams is not a famous high-off team? The Elfheim Eagles, the Bright Crusaders, or the Cannibal Dragons? Alex! Hang on! Blasted like a motherfucker, yeah? That was, that was definitely Dave there, yeah. It was Bright Crusaders, because they're a human team that were famous for not fouling. Well done! And that is absolutely correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm tempted to give you a bonus point for knowing... I'm going to give you half a bonus point, Dave, because that was pretty good. You even got the fact that they were named for not fouling. Yeah. What's annoying is that I knew that as well, because that was also in the Blood Bowl Sinai game. I said quite, quite a lot of stuff. Oh, I got, that's it, one it, thing it, I can't remember. Third edition, but... They, it, they it, mentioned the Bright Crusaders and how they don't do dirty plays in the Blood Bowl but Yeah, it does all translate, so... Think, isn't that they're talking about the heroes of lore, the ones who turn up and just want to watch the game and ruin it for everyone? Because they don't want to beat people up in the crowd. Oh, is that them? Yeah. However, you can play against the Bright Crusaders team. Yeah, the Heroes of Law who turn up and ruin it because they don't get rowdy in the audience. Oh, no, no, they do, they do name drop the Bright Crusaders because that's when they ban the wizards because the, the stadium sunk. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I love oh, the Blood Bowl fluff. 
anyway, right. So, what are the four major tournaments? Uh, <laughs> oh, I think that was just about Mike. Although, yeah, I think I think that was you there, Mike. So go on. Do I get a point for each one that I can name? <laughs> no, this is just a point for <laughs> all four. Right, it's all, all or nothing. The Blood Bowl. Yep. Dungeon Bowl. Yep. The Death Bowl. No. Ah, oh. That is an incorrect answer. So he so, only needs to get two now. Alex. Yep. The Spike Magazine Trophy. Yep. And um, Chaos Cup. Yes, well oh. done. Oh, oh, oh. And the other ones. Oh, is there one more? The Blood Bowl and the um, the one that the other one he said. Yeah, which I, I half a point each. <laughs> no, I, 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 so Mike, I've got to give the point to uh, to Alex there. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you. Might, I've known the Dungeon Bowl though. He probably did. Oh, and the Dungeon Bowl. I actually forgot that That's one. That's what it is. It's the Spike Magazine one I can think of. Um, yeah, Spike Magazine trophy. Yeah. One that might be the Orca Cola Cup as well. No, these are the four majors according to the third edition rulebook. And to be fair, I think they're in team manager as well. They're the four main tournaments. Yeah, it rings a bell. All right. Um, the humiliation continue. Right now, th- this one I think is I'm pretty sure this is going to be a massive stab in the dark. So, okay. in the 2493 Blood Bowl final, the Skating White Scramblers played the Evil Gits. What was the score? Mike. Nine the nil. To which team? The Skaven Blight Scramblers. Anyone else want to have a crack? Uh, nil. Was it nil nil? Something like that. Uh, no, no, from Dave. Um, Alex. I know something ahead. strange happened. I'm going to go ahead and guess because I think I might know the fluff behind this one. I'm going to guess it's going to be like twenty nil to the Skaven. Uh, I'm going to give Mike a point on that because he is technically closest. Because it was three two to the Skaven. Oh, must and you, you were you were miles out and David. Oh, not really, because I said nil nil. So nil nil was closer to three two than I said the same yeah. one. Than oh, no, no. Yeah, Mike got the act result right. He's six away. <laughs> yeah, but you said it was a draw. Uh, yeah, I remember it's Mike there. I forget which one it is. So you add the total amount of touchdowns. So there was only four away. <laughs> we could do difference, couldn't we? Teeny yeah. difference. There's the anyway. fluff behind the fluff one behind the uh, the gutter runners, isn't there? The fact is, they were playing some Skaven team were playing another team and getting absolutely trashed. And one of the Skaven, a plucky young one, decided he's going to run underneath the pitch and score that way, and scored that way like <laughs> two hundred times in the same match. Yeah, and he did it loads of those times in that game, and then got killed at the end. But that's how gutter runners came to you be. You know what? That's what I was getting confused about. That's what it was. It was nine nil at half time, but then the gutter runner ran in ten touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what I was getting confused with. Yeah, well, that's fine, Mike. You got the point anyway. So. Oh, point! Yay! I mean, I'm st- probably I'm still behind, but you know. Well, it's it's close going into the final round. Um, Alex is on three. Dave is on three and a half. Oh! And Mike is on two. If oh, I lose it's... by half a point, I'm going to take this to the naff. <laughs> bonus points. I'm going to take it to the bridge. <laughs> the bonus points argument <laughs> continues. Right. Oh, yeah. So, well, it's, it, 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 it might get even more contentious for the final round. Here we go. So, Four points. Well, it's going to be a point for each answer, but once you're out, you're out. So you can't oh. collect more points. So there are 12 teams in Blood Bowl and Death Zone. So we're going to go through each of you one by one. You have to name me a team. If you get it wrong, you're out. If you get it right, you get a point. And we keep going round until we've run out of teams or players. 
What do you mean by team? Do you mean like talking like the name of the team or, or the uh, races? Races. Ah. So, okay. so, so in Blood Bowl and Death Zone third edition, there were twelve teams at that point. Are we going to decide who goes first, highest to lowest? So Dave, then Alex, and me. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with Dave. Dave, give me a race. A human. Correct. So that is a point. Alex. Wood elf. Correct, that's a point. Oh, that's a pause there. I didn't like that pause at all. <laughs> uh, Mike? Undead. Correct, point. Dave, that's you. Orc. Yep, correct. Alex? Skaven. Yep. Uh, Mike? Dwarf. Okay, <laughs> that's all the answers from the first round, so now we have to digress it. So, now we're back to uh, Dave. Hi, Elf. Uh, yep, that is on the list. Alex? Chaos. They are also on the list. Oh, Mike? That's my answer. Right, I'm going to be out first, aren't I? <laughs> there are, there are, I'll, be, I'll tell you this, there are four teams left you haven't named. Goblins. <laughs> Goblins are on the list, yeah. Oh. So, Dave, we're back to you. Halflings. Yep. Oh. Oh, two left, and it's me and Alex together. Okay, right. okay right. Alex. Also, Dave's won, by the way. <laughs> Alright, there's a couple I think it could be. I'm torn between two. I'm not going to say them, because I think Mike will go for the other one. However, I'm going to go out on a limb and say... Dark Elf. Yep. Whew. So there's only one left and I've got to get it. Uh, well, yeah, if if you don't, it will roll back round to potentially Alex or Dave getting it, so... Yes, and I'm probably not going to get it. <laughs> Guess Slan. Oh, he's always got to mention Slan, hasn't he? <laughs> ah, got away Slan all the time. Mike, what's your guess? Um, oh my god. Do I have a time limit? I'm guessing within the next, like, you know, half an hour. Um, Think here. Yeah, we, we, we could do the countdown. Oh god! Um, I just want to blank on what the twenty four teams now are, let alone halving that. <laughs> um, probably not lizard men. I think that might have been pre lizard men era. Um, need an answer. What the hell else is there? <laughs> Shit. Um. Oh, looks. Oh god. Old lizard men line, I'm out. Yeah, you're out. Uh, Dave? Chaos Dwarf. Well done! Oh, oh no! no. You are a weird yeah, big hats. Do I get a point if I call name them? Hats. Oh, yeah, no. Big hats, Chaos Dwarfs. Oh, no, of course. Zaggurat Ziggurat. Ziggurat Correct, yeah. So, Dave is the winner with uh, some points more than Alex has. Yes. Well done, Dave. <laughs> I like oh, you can do it again, Mike. I like that. I'll, I'll dig out my uh, third edition rule book again next time. You're just saying that because it's your turn. It's entirely ageist. To be fair, you both did alright, so everyone did yeah. it. Yeah, that was good fun, actually. I, it was, I, I wasn't expecting to know any of them, but I forget how much of it's in the Cyanide game. The, the thing is, yeah, a lot of it has filtered through to later either tabletop or the Cyanide game, so. Oh, by the way. 
a quick bloodbusters thing. <laughs> For those fans of the show, I thought you might be interested. At Old World Masters this year, apparently we got one somewhere. At Old World Masters this year, um, Robert has asked us if we will host a live version of it. So we're going to be doing a live version of Bloodbusters where everybody can get involved in during the Space Between Games. So um, come on down to experience it for yourself and maybe even win a an elusive set of anything but one block dice. Not block dice. D6. Sorry. <laughs> Very elusive. Yeah. <laughs> they don't actually exist. So yeah, come on down to Old World Masters on the 15th. Why haven't I heard about these block dice? Um, because they're elusive. I see. I see. Elusive, elusive to the point of non-existence. <laughs> yes, that's how elusive they are. They are the Loch Ness Monster of Blood Bowl. Quite right. Oh, that's, it, that's it, aren't we? We're all wrapped up. Yes. Uh, we're done, yep. We're wrapped we've, up and ready for bed. We've discussed chaos. We have. What else have we discussed? Starfares, Grish Snacks. Orak. The Axe. All the Axe. Grish Snack and the Borak. Was that um, meant to be a Welsh accent? No, that was me yawning at the same time. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't do accents, mostly because I'm going to end up offending someone. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, we also talked about um, blah blah blah. We talked about horns and juggernaut and piling on. We, we talked did. a little bit about the NAFC. Uh, a short amount about pod bowl, and of course we had a round of blood blusters and our hobbies as well. But the, yeah. the hobbies only half of us participated because I have done no painting. You should do some painting. Well, we'll painting. Painting. Nurgle still aren't finished. But it's a bloody Nurgle. Finished. And um, basically, I've been busy. I'm sorry. Sort it out. Yeah. So next week, we'll, 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 we'll next have week. Lives, It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what we're talking about next week? Kemri? Kemri. Quite right. We're so, talking about Kemri. Out now. Hello, Rome, if you're listening, you're invited on. Because at Expo, you said you wanted to be on for the Kemri episode. So, yes, absolutely. Get in contact. We would love to have you on board. And, yeah, we'll probably talk about Old World as well. should probably get in contact with him. We should. I'll do that. Anyway, thank you all very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the show. We have been... No, I'm not going to do it. Someone else do it. We have been anything but a one. What, what could go wrong? Instead of Close enough. At the same time. Oh, that was so close to being amazing. Hey, oh, how about we all try and say it at the same time? We'll all say what could go wrong at the same time. You ready? You ready? So, Merrick, you say the beginning bit. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have been anything but a one. What the what could go, go wrong? wrong? Did not work the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> we tried, that's what I'm saying.